The College Basketball Experience Preview and Picks Edition for Sunday, February the 4th on the Sports Gaming Podcast. His network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, props, and game lines. Download that Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to Cut.com, K-U-T-T.com, promo code SGPN to get 10% off today. And we're brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. The guys just dropped their bonus behind-the-scenes episode with Sean Stack of the Money Green winning $200,000. Plus, this week's pick and prize is a free $250 Super Bowl square Head over to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Patreon and join today. Yes, 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 Welcome to the College Basketball Experience, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, Sunday, February the 4th, baby. Oh, we got a freaking slate. We got to dive back into the Saturday slate. Oh, man, what a fucking day it was. You know, sometimes you lock up 60-plus fucking games, give out a 60-piece winning day. And, of course, uh, you know, the play of the day easily cashes at the fog. Shout out to the Jayhawks. We'll talk about it all. But if you're wondering who you're listening to, I am Moneyline Mac, a.k.a. the former former video coordinator for Bob Huggins and Frank Martin. And there he is, everybody. Watch it on YouTube.com slash The College Experience. You guys know him as a LeBaron driving, window hanging, knock, or cocktail napkin having, Noah Beanick, a.k.a. the co-host of the College Baseball Experience. What's up, man? How are you? Sorry I've been drinking all day. I can't fucking get the pronunciation on your intro right. <laughs> it is to be expected on a Saturday night a Saturday night show that is starting at 2.15 in the morning. I mean, we had a banger of a game between St. Mary's and Gonzaga that I told Mac, you know what? I want to watch this one, so we're going to start late tonight. So the late starts on me. However, I do love everybody listening to the live chat. Um, but holy shit, am I tired? I can't wait, uh, to, for my two hours of post-production work too, Mac. <laughs> it's part of the grind, baby. Part of the grind it behind is. the scenes. Everybody Put, just thinks we show putting up here, pick drinking. shows every day. They're not just, you know, put re- yeah. press record and, you know, I, I know, I know nobody wants to hear us complain about our awesome jobs, but at the same time, there's like two hours of work after the show too. No doubt. No doubt, man. It, and it's not part of the crime, man. Prep. <laughs> the prep for the show, for the picks, you know? And I already got a show in. I fucking drove fucking five hours a day. You do. You do already have a show just in. Just to watch my team get their ass beat. But, hey, part of the fucking grind, you know, like I said, if you're going to get your ass beat, you don't fucking go into a fucking hole or in the gutter or in the fucking ditch. You fucking show up the next day. You take it on the chin like a goddamn man, and boom, we're right back. Winning day, back-to-back for me. Noah, I know you gave out too many locks, more for your liking. Um, 
How was your day? Uh, you know, just the, the, the TCE bump, just being on a 150 game slate and talking to Moneyline Mac or Colby with, uh, just the, the persuasiveness that they try to, or how to, how the, how they just try to kind of push you, you know, 16 and 16 day, but I dominated the fucking TMZ games. I don't want to hear shit from this chat. <laughs> it's, it's I, I swear, I went on fucking Beeson. Go three and one there on the TMZ games. We go uh, nine and two on the SGP TMZ games, and then I just lock up too many games on this show, and I go five hundred. Uh, sounds like you're making excuses. This is not a TMZ show, Noah Beenick. So Saturdays let's are my worst all days. I never get the fully handicapped 140 fucking games late. I hate it. Thirty spread the games, games out. I'm retweeting Rob Donaldson after the show. Spread the games out. Amazing day, and I love how you can just roll through, and you can get a a Houston at Kansas game. You can get a Duke at North Carolina game. You can get a Tennessee at Kentucky game, and you can get a St. Mary's at Gonzaga game. All on one channel. That's great. That's the best part about betting college basketball day-to-day is you can rebound after just two hours instead of a football game where it's four or a baseball game where there's no telling when that game's going to fucking end. Um, yeah, if, if one was just a bad angle, you bounce right back in a, in a half hour. You know what I mean? That's what's, what's great about our sport. I couldn't agree more, man. And shout out to the chat. Everybody's bragging about their days, had a couple good days. Don Julio's back in the chat, Noah. He's back. He's alive. There My God. He, said he, he said he had a fucking fire day. He went 24 and 10. Bet in minus two fifty money lines. So shout out to Don Julio for going twenty four and ten, betting those ten point favorites on the money line. Noah, take it away, my friend. Let's recap all the action. Yeah, let's jump into some games here. We started off with a banger. My favorite lock of the entire day. UConn, without a doubt, goes in the Madison okay. Square Garden, their home building, and they beat whiny Rick Pitino. Do you see after the game that he complained about NIL? You're one of the biggest legends in our fucking sport. You could have grabbed any name out of the portal. You could have grabbed (laughs) any name out of the transfer portal. And he goes into the press conference and uh, complains about NAL, calling it free agency. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, UConn got a cast off in Cam Spencer. And all of a sudden, he's an all-star and beat your ass. You chose eight other mid-majors over Cam Spencer, who was in in the portal. That's on you. So remember there was a there was a hostile uh debate last weekend of who the second best team in the Big East was. Well, uh our other guy, he said he's not here to defend his uh St. John's Red Storm. Noah, where do they sit currently in the Big East? Fourth to last. Oh, fourth to Below last. 500. Five Below 500. Below 500, losers of 5 out of 6. Okay, so Let's put to bed that they're the second fucking best team don't, in the Big East. If the referees give them, them the they suck. Just, just don't bury them because they got DePaul twice. They have Georgetown twice. Just they they caked the back half of the schedule for Patino. That way it can look like this team's gonna build up some momentum going into March. Which is what I said. But which is what we also, said. Yes. They may they better not drop one of those games or they're not going to go to the NCAA tournament. Their resume is not that good when you actually dive into they're, it. They were a bubble Who'd team going beat? into the – Who did they beat? They were a bubble team going into the UConn game, losing 
to UConn is not a huge blow. Um, Correct. So, but they haven't beat anybody. Their best one's Villanova. Yeah, but they also don't necessarily have a bad loss. Like their worst loss is Michigan, who I think is still a horrible loss. I still think it. I still think they're a quad two team. They might All be right, quad three. Enough. I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, but that's their worst loss. It's it's a relatively clean resume. They still have plenty of chances in the Big East coming up. They're not dead. Um, I think we're gonna begin drinks in Vegas. I I, I don't. I, I, I fucking. I can't believe how much he was out of it. Gonna die on that hill that they were the second best team ahead of Creighton and Dude, he picked them. Kobe picked them to like, win what? the regular season. I was he like, get the, the fucking. Dude, they have been major players. Like Patino's great, but their team is not that good. They don't have yeah. dudes, man. They, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, UConn wins seventy-seven sixty-four. They led for the first twenty-five minutes. St. John's kind of fought in the middle of the second half, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding me! Get and get this out of here!" And then, <laughs> and then UConn was able to break it back open to double-digit lead. Um, was were you going to say something else before we moved on? No, UConn's also really fucking good. I mean, yeah. let's hit our that was, to okay. So this was going to be a talking topic that I was going to bring up. Uh, shout out to Jake McKeever, uh, college baseball guy uh, that I know really well um, or follow a lot of his work. Um, we have been culprits of not respecting this UConn team enough. We did it yeah. last year in March Madness. Um, I mean, where I've are we at currently? You games, just said they're bro. really good, but like. Where are we at with this UConn? Team? Well, I asked you this last night when we were going, yeah. who's the best team in the country? And you you didn't even name them in your top four. They're I, top, I think I put top, them in fifth. Yeah. Dude, come I on. They're top two or three. It, it, yeah, I think that there's Purdue, Purdue, Purdue and UConn. Purdue and UConn. I think they're better two. than Houston. Because we'll get to the Houston game. Like, probably. I just, probably. I just thought like that, that Houston game was an indictment on the resume that the Cougars have. Like they're a great team, but they don't have any road wins, and UConn does. They were very impressive so far. Um, so yeah, let's let's move on. Uh, Miami, Florida wins eighty-two seventy-four over Virginia Tech. Did you catch any of this one? This no. this one, uh, Virginia Tech was up at half. They were up double digits too, mm-hmm. and uh, the Hokies kind of just choked this one away. I had three screens going uh, in the uh, afternoon slate. Then my cousins had their se- – I have twin cousins that had their senior day hockey game that I was at. So I kind of missed the uh, – what you might call it, 4 o'clock to 7 o'clock slate. I was only rocking with my phone for one game. Um, and then I was all in for the night slate as well. So um, this one – yeah, I was I was score monitoring throughout the game. Uh, the Hurricanes just kind of built up a nice second half comeback. Yeah, um, Virginia Tech collapse. Mac, I'm going to need you to put on your Coach Mac polo here. You got whose responsibility is it to tell George Mason that the game is tied? Um, that's on the players, dude. That's on the players. I, there's you don't no... have like a. No, dude. You don't have like a timeouts remaining guy on the sideline for like no, college football and at, whatnot. At some point, college at some baseball's point, got a a guy counting how many mound visits they've used. Dude, at, well, the the situation was they're 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 in the press. They get a steal. They get a layup. Yep. Two High plus. Game. Yeah, 
you're down two, you get a layup, and then you foul. Like, that's not the coach. That's not like the, it's the, just the a bonus. Gotta, you got to know the score. Yeah. You got to, <laughs> like, you can't coach that it, it, because it, there was one, it was one second and boom, he fouled him. That's not coaching. That's just a player being a dumbass in the uh, the moment was too big for him, unfortunately. Yeah. That, so that video was all, you can't over coach that. Like, yeah. yeah. There, it wasn't you, out of a mess. timeout. Yeah, that that video went viral. There was multiple angles of it. Uh, UMass drills one of the two free throws. They win the game 66-65. There was like 0.6 seconds left on the clock. Yeah, at the time of the foul, so it was it was a done deal. If they could uh, make the free throw, another video that was all over the place from the noon time slot. Did you see uh, the Oakland swim team in their speedos behind the basket? giving one no. of their guys a haircut no, <laughs> it was all over the place. <laughs> yes, it was awesome. Uh, Oakland destroyed Cleveland State. Not a game. They were leading by 20 for about 10 minutes in the second half. Um, the Vikings showed a little bit of fight. They cut it to single digits for about a minute, but hilarious <laughs> from, from the swim team. There were people like, why are you breaking this thing out? It's a 19-point lead, and you're giving a guy a, a buzz cut, <laughs> basically. Love it. College basketball, uh, baby. There's nothing like it. Um, Penn State, 85. Indiana, 71. Uh, come on, Indiana. What the fuck? Uh, the night after I give you a nice compliment, saying I that I thought you had the best compliment. When you did the, that, that they, was saying that death. They were playing at noon. We, we talked about this when the 4 o'clock slate uh, came up for Kansas-Houston. Um, Indiana, again, great home atmosphere. Once again today, they're one of the worst teams in the Big Ten, in my opinion, in my opinion. And they just folded, as Richie Rich says in the chat, to Penn State on the road. Or, yeah, the Nittany Lions on the road. Shout out to Penn State, though. I mean, what a week. They go to the rack, get a win. They go to two Assembly Hall, back-to-back road wins. Mike Rhodes, freaking doing it, baby. Doing it. Yeah, that schedule is actually kind of favorable for them. They're gonna get, dude. I need to stop. I need to. So I got, need to stop. They've got Iowa them. at Mike home. Rhodes is a good coach. They've got Iowa at home. Northwestern's a winnable game. They're on the road there, though. That's that. They're a dog in that spot for sure. Uh, then they get Michigan State at home. The Spartans have struggled on the road, uh, and then they they go to Nebraska. That's probably an L. Um, then they host Illinois. That one's probably like your biggest home game of the season. Uh, for Penn State, so hopefully you get out for that one or get up for that one. And like TVDBJ says in the chat, Kanye Cleary, their point guard, was out for Penn State as well um, against Indiana. So not a good luck all around for the Hoosiers. We know that backcourt just struggles in general. Another team, uh, just not a good look all around. 21-point loss for Arkansas. At LSU, what the fuck is wrong with this? Team? Um, how deep is that hole? Is it is it six feet d- deep now? They're done, done. Yeah, can't lose, can't get blown out by fucking LSU. Terrible, must bus flat tire. <laughs> wrong flat turn. tire. Yeah, the wrong turn. Must bus. Uh, the GPS is actually typed into Louisville, buddy. You gotta turn that thing around. Maybe not. Um, uh, not not so fast, my friend. Louisville looked all right tonight. <laughs> okay, but he's, he's already gone too. I uh, somebody might have bet Louisville on the money line tonight. St. Joe's eighty-eight, Lasalle eighty-two. 
uh, this is one of my my calls. I think we disagreed on this game, right? You had LaSalle. I just said I wasn't very sure. confident. And I just said St. Yeah. Joe's gets up for these big five games. So True. Uh, they win it by six on the road. Um, system play comes in on Colgate, 88-64 over Navy. Um, did you catch any of our Rhode Island Rams game? They lost by 14. No, to I was driving. I mean, I, I I was watching UConn. Rhode Island, that was disappointing that they couldn't cover that number. Yeah, it was. That line went up overnight, uh, too. We were on the wrong side was, of that one. Bad pick by us. Yep. Um, Ball State, on the road, in Western Michigan. Can you make sense of this Cards 10-point victory over the Broncos? Ball State's better than their record. Ball, Ball State's been playing good true. ball and for I about... I think that Western is probably worse than their record. Yeah, been Ball State's been playing good season. ball for about two weeks now. So, easy to see yeah. a tide turn. Well done, Ball State. Yeah, shout out to Ball State. You mentioned it. W over Buffalo, where they actually absolutely destroyed them. Uh, 10-point win over Northern Illinois. Um, then they lose to Bowling Green, but then another 10-point win over Western Michigan. It's a nice little stretch in the schedule for Ball State. They might be... Yep. Uh, a, a fade here. They've got Ohio uh, next. That one's going to be close. Ken Palm has that one predicted as a one-point spread. Um, BU, 72. That's Boston University. Lehigh, 71. One-point victory for the Terriers. This line was, I think, one when we picked it on the show last night. Correct? I believe so. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was around a pick. Yeah, and we, bo- we were both you know what, home team uh, with this one. Um, Lehigh's a, a team that I struggle to get a read on. Uh, also a team that I, I think we've figured out the read on recently over the last two and a half weeks. Memphis was losing by double digits again in the Ooh. first half to Wichita State. They eke this one out in the second half. Tigers win 65-63 to 63 over the Shockers. Um is there any momentum that you can draw from a comeback no. victory like this, Mick? No. They're dude, they're they're kind of a dumpster fire. I mean, ever since they got Tomlin, things have been on the complete opposite direction. And I mean, Penny, you got if they don't make the NCAA tournament, there's a go look at Penny's resume in his first six years versus Josh Pastor, and they paid Josh Pastor to leave. True. I I mean, I know people love Penny in Memphis, but he's not been good enough. And that's just the reality of the facts. No, and Josh Pastner, for what it's worth, I've kind of enjoyed him with uh he's been on the desk for ESPN oh, slates he's and unbearable. also Peacock. <laughs> yeah. You you think he's, he's on so, an unbearable? I mean, oh, watching my fair share of Peacock this season. Oh I think God, he's, he's one of the so, better panelists they've got. He's got some Tony Romo in him. <laughs> oh. He's so happy every freaking analysis and everybody's yeah, the greatest like, thing ever. I don't I don't know, Jim. He's not like that. Oh, he's exactly like that. I'm telling you. If you put he's him on a game, he'll be exactly well, he like that. Shit. I don't well, know, Romo. Jim. Yeah, Romo knows the shit too. He now. has done games. I Yeah, he he yeah, he he's unbearable for me. What'd you say? I said he's unbearable for me. Romo? Or Pastner? No, Pastner. Romo Pastner. or Pastner? He, he, uh, Pastner. I don't. I don't mind Pastner. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna 
I'm not going to listen to this. <laughs> the, the you would, you would like fucking Pastner. Um, oh, my God. You like that fucking face shield. That's great. He should wear it on the he should wear it on the show. Um, the hospital flatlined. They were winning this. Robert Morris, 75, Detroit, 67. I told Chad G specifically not to tweet at me when the game was tied with 10 minutes and he still he tweeted did. at me. I love it. I told you it was going to be tied. <laughs> Do not jinx it. And then he tweets at me. I told him it was going to be tied and he fucking still tweeted at me. So this Chad one's on G, you, I Chad. love you. Great, yes. great move. Great move. The hospital would have covered if Chad G would not have tweeted at me. I guarantee it. I love it, Chad G. Don't ever let him get a, a pick. I told you what was going to happen, and you still did it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the hospital. I'm not taking them again this year till Uwe Pooey. I'm done with that. Yeah, this is it's a three game feed, uh, three game fade, auto fade. That was our deal last night. I'll spit it out. I'll probably still pick them, but I'm not betting them. Chad G is going to do the same thing. Um. We had South Carolina win by 10 on the road at Georgia. They continue to defy the odds that uh, Mac just says they're just soft. Move on. They, I can't. I can't. I, I can't figure this team out. How do they keep winning? I don't understand. Them in South Florida, those two teams, I watched them. I think they're good, but they're not as good as their record. So, But, hey, shout out to South Carolina. Great, great win. Great week. Great stretch. They're going to be I, I ranked. A proposition for you. Is Lamont Paris a better coach than Rick Pitino this season? This season. Because this is a uh, mid-major all-star team, too. I don't know. I mean, pro- nah. I mean, Patino Patino took over a whole new roster, though. Because how many how many SoCon kids are on this team right now? Yeah, but 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 DJ Mack Lamont had a Gray, year to uh, Lamont had a year though to get his thing going. Patino took over a dump. Mike Anderson, that was a dump that he left him. Actually, I I think it was a gold mine. You look at a couple of those kids and they're playing their asses off at different spots right now. Well, yeah, um, but they they were never going to win there. Keep any of them. But they never they didn't fit Patino though. That could be true. We'd never we'll never know. I think there I think um, it's two different situations, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. But but Lamont but, Paris is doing a great job. Yeah. 17 and 3 or 18 and 3 or 19 and 3, whatever they're at right now, is no joke. No matter how, how much you want to say they're soft. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't think they're soft. I never said they're soft. You said it last night. Yeah, you did. Not in terms of their actual team. University, very soft. Team, not so much. Team, team, right. they they guard, they play hard. I'm trying my best, chat. I'm, University, I'm my best. athletic department, soft. Bradley goes on the road against their in-state rival, Illinois State. They win 73-60. They cover that six-point spread. This was a late lock for myself. I said it was fringe picks page. Uh, I hit that. Um, Missouri State, 87-80 over Belmont. Um, across the board, we all had the Bears on the picks page, but none of us locked it here. Um, I was the only one on the picks page, again, in another Missouri Valley game year. Murray State murders Northern Iowa. 
Good God. Good God. Um, they were a six and a half point dog, and they uh, this this is a uh, uh, close your eyes special for Northern Iowa in the next game. Um, Marquette murdered Georgetown. Dude, you locked up the what the fuck? What? Oh, that this actually probably was my worst pick of the day. Georgetown. What the fuck? Maybe I got caught up in the fucking divine of providence or whatever. I'm like, hey, cool. He's gonna have those guys ready to go. No, no, no. What it was by thirty nine. There was a so they oh. cut in this. This was on Fox. You know how Fox does the uh, the huddle timeout. They're mic'd up for the coaches. Marquette and doesn't even blow teams out either. No, they don't. Um, do you like the coaches mic'd up and no I coaching hate it. timeouts? I hate it. So I, hate it. I despise it. They Fox Sports uh, displayed their uh, four minute timeout, and Ed Cooley is talking to the team, and Jay Heath <laughs> is not even looking at him. He's like, Jay Heath, pay attention to the huddle. Pay attention to the huddle. It's great. He should, you know. I think coaches should be able to slap the shit out of out. a player if they fucking do that shit. They're I think we, we should go back to the old school ways. And, hey, hey, motherfucker, I'm the fucking coach. Pay the fuck attention. We're getting our ass beat, and obviously you're a fucking loser. I think that's what we should go back to. We're so soft as a goddamn society. I'm glad I didn't see that shit. It would piss me off. Why, Kudos and to you. And oh, everybody's okay. asking why you need it. Because you have so many phony coaches that act differently when they're mic'd up. There's so many coaches that act all rah, 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 like, and, and all happy. And, hey, I'm a positive coach when they're really a piece of shit behind the scenes. So Russ I, is trying that, to press your buttons. He's asking how you feel about uh, refs being mic'd up, too. Uh, we already went through that. On the I know. <laughs> I hate Kudos to you on this pick. Yes. Uh, I believe Jerome Tang is now 1-12 in, in games Dude. decided by five points in regular time. Oklahoma yeah. State 75-72. And I, I I actually think like totally wrong pick by me. This was a, a larger margin for most of this game here. And it kind of got uh, you know, uh, butt your fingernails close at the end. But uh Oklahoma State was the right side all the way. Um we'll be oh, yeah. on we've got some guests sitting in the background. Sorry. I said I locked up the Cowboys. Let's bring on the Big 12 experience, baby. Yeah, do your intros for your boys. First up, you guys know him. Well, right there. Watch on YouTube.com. How many t-shirts shirt. this guy have? <laughs> the six-in champ. Family, Civil War. Uh, Norman <laughs> and <laughs> in Stillwater. He is the Big 12 guru. He's Troy Tuning, a.k.a. the Tang Gang Bang Gang. What's up, man? This was the easiest handicap of all time. Tang is orange. <laughs> <laughs> Free money, <laughs> dude. Oh. Good win for your Cowboys, man. Might be the last one of the year, so we got to celebrate <laughs> it like it's the Super Bowl, baby. I got to scoop some tang out here and put it in my drink. We've got one more back here, Mac. Too, by the way. Yeah, the half Mormon, half moonshine. <laughs> Yes, he's always fighting a family civil war. Whether he was born in Provo, Utah, he's got family in Ames, Iowa, and he lives in Morgantown, West Virginia. He's actually, this is his studio right here. He is Rambling Rush, co-host of the Ryan and Rush Show. 
Rush, what's up, man? Welcome back uh, to uh, the college experience. Uh, yeah. Long time no talk. It, it, it's it's an honor to be on here. We won't talk about how Morgantown went to Mormontown, or at least we'll talk about it later. This was a pick. It's I coming was, up. Oh, I had a feeling. <laughs> uh, this, this was a pick I was completely wrong on, so you guys can rag on me. I had Kansas State in this game. I thought they would uh, – I thought Oklahoma State, unfortunately, coming back against us last Saturday, uh, they wouldn't have a win again for a little while. But I, I was wrong here, and it sounds like uh, Tang, uh, is, is Troy showed with, with his, might be, fr from his perspective, a scoop into a glass. Tang might be on his way out the door. Ooh. To where? Dude, I don't know. Back and, to and being an assistant at Baylor. <laughs> No, I, I think uh, Louisville's going to open. Arkansas's potentially going to open indirectly. Um, <laughs> obviously, you got uh, Blue Ball, DePaul, open right now. That creates a domino. Louisville, I already said Louisville. Um, what was the other one I was thinking about? Um, Louisville. I don't. I I wouldn't say Arkansas is directly opening. Must would have to move. It's the well, yeah, the Louisville. That's, that's what we keep pinning at. Um, yeah, and also the same thing with UCLA. If Cronin leaves, oh, Indiana, uh, Indiana's going to open. Oh, you're 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 already moving on from Woodson. You're coming on, yeah. onto my boat. Yeah, I mean, welcome, he, welcome to the at the, be, the at the beginning the, of the year. No, but you can't miss a tournament. You can't miss a tournament in year three. You're at Indiana. Welcome and, to the Republic. We fight against the dark side. That is the well, and, and that, that, yeah, that, what, a, what about Villanova? Villanova. I think he's got to get one more year. He's going to get I, one more. I don't think he has to. I think he will. Is what I yeah. Meant to uh, say there. And then I think Dusty the, May will go to Indiana. The other one that might open up is Arizona State. Oh, it should. <laughs> we'll talk about them here in a little bit. Um, <laughs> you could stay in the same conference. Yep, we're we are. Um, the next one here, I was again on the wrong side of the handicap. Texas, easy led game. for about thirty-five minutes in this one at TCU. Impressive double-digit victory. Texas seventy-seven. I love that number. TCU sixty-six. Mm. Let's start with Rush this time. Uh, Rush, what'd you think about with the Longhorns and Horned Frogs? I thought with Texas not doing well as late and TCU on a three-game winning streak and one of those games being triple overtime with a buy-ahead, this was just a system play. This was easy. I mean, money line, I get it. It's one thing or another, but five and a half points. This, this, I know we'll get to the Ryan's big on the Kansas-Houston being the easiest play of the day, which, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I do agree as well. Okay. But this one... This one was the equivalent of that for me. It, it it was an easy pick. I hate Texas horns down all day. I'm glad TCU donated those shir shirts. Uh, I know BYU beat us today, but they were soft for taking them off last week. <laughs> so I'll get my dig in there. Um, but this 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 was easy. Texas, this was Texas's game. Troy, was, your takeaway. This was a super easy handicap. Um, I took them as a five and a half point dog. I outlined them at minus seven and a half. That was killer. Um, seven and a half. But the but the whole the whole handicap was TCU gets bullied in the paint and they can't really rebound. And I'm pretty sure Texas out rebounded them like thirty four to twenty one today. 
if they're going to be able to grab boards like that and Max Asmus is going to actually make shots. Play like I'm an glad, ace I'm, not an ass. Well, today was Asmus, but he still plays for Texas. So to me, he'll always be Asmus. But, you know, if you're going to help me hit the seven and a half as a as a almost six point dog, I'm, I'm cool with you this weekend, Max. That was that was kind of nice. Uh, but yeah, Texas is one of those teams that's kind of hard to read, but you know that they're going to get up for the games against good teams. They're they're like the uh, play to their opponent kind of team. If they're playing a bad team, you can expect a bad performance. But as soon as they go on the road and they're that big of an underdog, it's almost a almost a system play. Uh, shout out Rodney Terry. He didn't get mad about the horns down shirts. I was really hoping that he like walked up in the stands and did the fucking Ron Artest and just started dropping a, motherfuckers. He's such a bitch. <laughs> uh, Julio can suck my dick. You can go back and watch the Big Twelve show. I outlined a bunch of seven and a halfs. All right, he lives by the uh, seven and a half. He did the seven and a half uh, is my number. Mac, uh, lastly to you, you were giving this one out everywhere. It seemed like uh, Longhorns cover for you as well. Yeah, good day on Big Twelve show for me. I went five and two, and then obviously hit my uh, game of the year pick. Noah, uh, I'm going to turn it right back to you though. How many bids is the Big 12 going to have? I asked Troy and, and Rushes, and we all agree. We have a number. What, what about you as a – you're not a Big 12 homer, so let's – I'm interested to see what you say for, for the Big 12. I got nine. We had ten. Who would you so, have out? West Virginia, uh, Oklahoma State, and then who else? The, the ones that I have out right now currently, West Virginia, Oklahoma so, State, UCF, just not enough wins on the resume in general. Um, and then I have uh, Kansas State. That's and 10, trust though. me, I want to have Kansas That's State 10. in. That's 10. What's 10? the other team? Oklahoma. <laughs> no. The, no. Everybody's uh, in. Every, no, everybody's no, in. Everybody else is within the top 40 in the net, bro. Maybe Cincinnati? It, well, no, but they won a Texas Tech today. Cincinnati's a really good team. Texas and Cincinnati yeah, were the two teams that you Cincinnati's would make a case for. Texas? Cincinnati's going to the Sweet 16. Texas really like is clean. <laughs> uh, dude, no, I'm not saying they're top 16. Yeah, it's, it's, it's 10. I did my math wrong. Yeah. I counted four Shocker. teams out. For some reason, I did nine. Start drinking, Noah. Maybe so, get your mouth right. So, uh, you have the Big 12 experience here. Is this uh, the greatest league in America? Thank it you really very is. much. <laughs> I, think I, mean, I, was... I think we should get 11. I think we should get 11 in. We drink and we smoke. <laughs> who, who would be your 11th out of curiosity? Uh, West UCF. Virginia. Just kidding. Um, I, UCF isn't there yet, but I think UCF could play their way into it, Noah, with some wins. They're, the only loss is Stetson. That really kills so, them. UCF is projected to win two more games this season. I'm not projecting when I say they're out right now. What I am saying is they need to get to at least 17 straight up victories. That's usually the magic magic number. When you're looking at seasons when the Big Ten got nine in, yeah. um, it was 17 victories and they had the label best conference. I think that's what you're looking at um, in the Big Ten with a clean resume. Um, the UCF lost to Stetson's killer. 
Um, and that's one that's going to be an easy circle on a resume sheet. So, and that was also an easy play I gave out a while ago on the Big 12. That was the the Stetson but, play against UCF. <laughs> for what it's worth, out. Kansas State is close too. But I mean, th- some of these teams have to take L's, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, they're still an entire it's month. Not, it's hopefully sound our team every time. Uh, but I, I would say Kansas State, dude. Kansas State, like they're not completely out of the race yet. I know they've lost four no. in a row. But they, I mean, if they beat Kansas on Monday night, they're back in the bubble conversation, that's a, right? That's a quad one victory, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to make sure we get 11 in. And then 12 when West Virginia wins. Maybe the, the, maybe the Big 12 will do the SEC football thing and, like, let UCF or West Virginia win the conference championship so they get that extra team. Yeah. Uh, Troy, by the way, I wouldn't even say ACC is the reason. Pac-12. Take a look oh, yeah. at the Pac-12 this year. Pac-12's poor. Can't believe yes. UCL. I mean, UCLA beating Oregon was – I know it's Dude. a home game, but – Greg says nine max. I, I disagree. They're going to get 10 in. They're going to They're gonna get 10 in. I don't think nine is a max. I think nine I'm might not, be the safe number, but I think there's 10. a good chance at 10. I'm not putting the stamp on they're going to get 10. Nine minimum. Nine, nine I'll put the stamp on it. They're going to get 10. 11 I, max. Eight, eight minimum. 9-11, baby. Eight minimum. The, 10 max. Dude, There's just going to be too many losses to go around. Kennedy, George, we do have Kennedy. George Bush from Texas to 9-11. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the 9-11 range. I agree, mm-hmm. Troy. But, agree. but, but I, you, guys, you guys owe the Pac-12 something for giving you. We don't owe them shit. Because Arizona, yeah, we'll count count them as Big 12 bids. That's what we'll do. You have Wazoo, Oregon, Stanford, Colorado, Utah, Mm -hmm. all jumbled up and Mm. with shaky resumes. So, there, you guys are all my argument. You have many more chances than these guys, and any mid major that wants to make an argument too counts for the Big 12. Yeah, I was gonna say so. Colorado, Arizona gets in, that means a, a 13. Oh, I'm not even counting. I'm not even counting Colorado. Utah, Big they've 12. got Colorado's got a loss to the Arizona State and Cal right now, and Florida State. Big Twelve. What? Dude, Big they're 12? not. They're they're not. No, the the thing is, they have ten in the top forty right now. They're not going to drop out of the top forty unless they lose six in a row. Yeah, but at the at the same time, you see teams that are in the top forty not make it. Oklahoma State was like 32nd in the net last year and didn't get into the tournament. Well, and no there was like, a valid eh, reason. I think they were mid 40s. At the time that we were doing bracketology, they were in the 30s, and I was leaving them out. And we were having and the that, same discussion. Oh, that, and that was a joke. That was a complete joke that they got left out last year. No, there was a valid reason for it. No, no, no. A team like Pitt or NC State should not have been in over them um, because the Big 12 is an actual league, unlike the ACC, that's worse than. The Mountain West and Missouri Valley, mm. outside of Duke and Carolina. Yep. All right. We've spent twelve minutes talking about bracketology for the Big Twelve only. Well, this is part. Like, I mean, this is twelve, 12, 12 is... minutes on the Big Twelve. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that was, that was the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to move on? Yeah, let's move on. But this is what happens when you got ten out of the top forty teams. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, eleven, nine, eleven. Not, we don't have eleven yet. We're getting there. We'll you get guys 11. are giving me a headache. We'll, we'll get eleven. UCF no will do enough bath salts to get in. You gotta you gotta factor that into bracketology. Amount of bath salt usage. UCF gets in easy. 
maybe even a one seed. <laughs> Noah, let's move along. All righty. Uh, we'll, we'll get through this two o'clock slate and we'll bring back Troy and rush. And we have, I know we, we have at least Troy for, for uh, Sunday's picks as well. Rush, you're yes. welcome to stay if, if you want. Um, well, I think I have to, I got a lot of shit in the chat. Apparently I go to bed too early and <laughs> I, I didn't want to overstep my welcome, but, uh, apparently the chat, <laughs> no, you're talk. always, you're always, no, welcome. I got to stay hard in the paint. I got to get I'll, my I'll bet, picks I'll bet the house at uh rush takes Wisconsin tomorrow. <laughs> we'll On see Wisconsin, baby. I might go get my <laughs> Wisconsin shirt. Steve <laughs> rush. All right. Um, before we jump back into uh, recapping some games, let me tell you about the SGPN Patreon. Um, the guys just dropped this month's bonus episode, behind the scenes breakdown of Sean's two hundred thousand dollar win. This week's Patreon pick and prize is a free two hundred fifty dollars Super Bowl square, plus access to all the pick sheets and exclusive content. And channels on Discord. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. They have a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, and college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win up to 100x with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little bit of cash over on Underdog's mobile app. Or fan or website underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code TCESGPN and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code TCESGPN. I forgot about the uh, display ad once again, but we'll move on here. Um, I'll give out my Underdog play on the second half of the show. We're not going to do both halves, we'll save the picks for the second half. Um, Mac, we get back to the recap streets with a money line outright call from you. Florida International beats Sam Houston 68-61. Congrats to you. This was a lock battle on last night's show as well. Hangar five. Um, did you catch any of this one? I did not watch a single second. Fuck no, I didn't catch any of this. I just knew, you know, you gotta fly that fucking puppy in right there. Hey, incoming. Make sure wipe off the runway. Make sure that plane can land. Uh no, uh, I did score monitor it though. Sam Houston dominated the first half. Big comeback from the airport. Good uh yeah, I mean, good win. You gotta give him credit. I mean, I think the airport sucks, but Sam Houston had one loss in league play headed into today. So FIU great win. Yeah, um, I'm stumped on this result. Uh, Charleston only beats William and Mary, 84-83. One-point victory for the Cougars there. They're favored by double digits in this one. Um, I didn't see any of this one either. This one was buried in the 150-game slate. Mac, anything on, uh, from you on this? No, not much. Too many games. Uh, lock battle victory again for you. Virginia 66, Clemson 65. Um, Clemson's Clemson. falling NIT. apart. NIT. Give them time. They they're not really going to figure. They're not going to figure it out, man. They they do this every year, though. What are we talking about? 
last year they lost two quad four games. This year they have a totally clean resume. The only loss that is aging like milk right now is Memphis, which was on the road. Everything else is in conference. They have a loss to Georgia Tech, who's also beaten North Carolina and Duke. I'm pulling up the resume. Hold on. Because I, I'm telling you, I do not trust Brad Brownell. I, they always they always do this where they freaking totally collapse in the month of February. What, they're three and four? So they do have three quad one wins. They don't have a bad loss, but no. when did they play Louisville? When did they play Louisville? Because that was the game that kept them out last year. And would you They don't have another Louisville game on the schedule. Notre Dame. They have one Notre Dame on the on the schedule. It's March what? 2nd. Uh, Sandwiched yeah, I mean, in you... between Pitt and Syracuse. They're not going to lose that game. They almost did just lose to Louisville. <laughs> um, that game was never. Right, so what are you saying? This is a lock NCAA tournament team? No. I'm just saying I said give them time, and then you got pissed. No, I'm just wanted I'm to having look up de- their resume. I'm having a debate with you because they're four and six in a bad league. I think the ACC is better than what you think it is. The Pac-12 is the bad league. They they have two teams. I think the rest of the league sucks. And Virginia's all right. Virginia's all right. North Carolina, Virginia, Duke. And that's it. Everybody else the, is not. They're very going good. to have like five tournament teams. Clemson should be Maybe one of them, four. In Maybe my four. opinion. No, they're not having four. We just saw this last year. They somehow got six, and it was a shit league. Yeah, they're but not they getting got four. Many, this is just a fantasy land, year. dreamland that you live in, and it, it's not. They're not. Happen. You get the fuck out of here. They're not getting six hits. Get that. They fuck did out of last your year, and they were they shit. Had five. We were, we were saying the Mountain the West was better game. than they, what they were last year. They had five, including the playing game. They did not have fucking six. All right, I'm just speaking off the top of the dome. I thought it was six. No. They had five, including the playing game. And for what it's worth, their playing team beat your five seed last year. That has nothing to do with this year. They're they're arguably worse I'm, this year than last year outside of Duke and Carolina. Their league sucks. You bring up past year stats when you're trying to compare this year and last year as well. I'm doing the same thing, and you get mad. I, I, I'm arguing. So who's who, who's making the tournament from this league? North Carolina, Virginia, and Duke right now are looking like they're in. in. But they're still and a fucking after month that... left of the season. They still have nine games to play. Like the the racketology talk, like lock, there is no such thing as a lock. Memphis was a borderline two seed three weeks ago, and now they're out of the tournament. Maximum four for them this year. They're worse than last Dude, year. Dude, you're high. They're worse than last year. I'm telling you, they don't have Miami. Miami's right. got awful. Again, let's move on. We're going nowhere with with this conversation because you just blatantly like smack the ACC down with a hammer every time that I'm, I'm, we bring the nail up. You haven't brought a you haven't brought a counterpoint up yet. I'm, my counterpoint was very valid. This team, this conference was worse last year. North Carolina and Duke were both down last year. And they got five. Those two are definite ends this season. And if and, teams and knock Virginia, off North Carolina and Duke, their resumes get better. It just it's the way it happens. There's still a whole month left of the season. This 
conversation is utterly pointless. When, when, when they days. get four, I'm telling you, they're going to get four in. Holy shit, dude. You were saying they were getting three last year. They should have got three, but it was rigged. But this year, they're going to get four. Dude, you, you can say it's rigged all you want. It's a meaningless conversation. Okay, move along. I'm t- you, you said they're going to get six. Because I'm just saying they probably could. No, they, there's no scenario that they can get six. There's definitely a scenario. When you say that something's impossible, Ooh. college basketball Ooh. seems to make it possible. Who's who? 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 <laughs> time out. You sound time like out. a fucking owl over here. Time out. Are time we out, moving time on out, or are we not? How about you said six? I could see maybe you make an argument for five. North Carolina, no way Virginia, Duke, NC State, Wake Forest, Miami, Clemson, Pitt, and Virginia Tech, maybe Pitt? even Syracuse. All of these teams have somewhat capable tournament resumes. I'm not saying they're in the field right now, but there's an entire month left of the season. I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. I'm not chalking it up that they are only getting four teams in. That is a borderline basement prediction that has a 5% chance of probability. No, I'd, I'd say fours and six might happen. Maybe, Three maybe that's also a 10%. I'm just trying to say that th- these teams have shots. Like there, there is a chance here. It's not four. It's more likely four than six. No, I, I think it's more likely six than four. Holy fuck! <laughs> Clip this, everybody, please. If if you looked at last year, we were talking about the Mountain West being better than the ACC last year, and the Mountain West got four, and the ACC got five, and it was total bullshit. You know what's going to happen. Can we move on? Not, no, is it, no, because you said the entire chat hates this conversation. It's utterly like it's it's pointless on Tuesday when games get played again. It is. It All just right. is. We're wasting when time. Get, when they get three, we're still on the two I'll o'clock slate, you. dude. I'll laugh at you when they get three. We're fifty minutes into the recap show and we're on the two o'clock slate. Um. Ohio wins 78-69 over Miami of Ohio. Minnesota wins an overtime over Northwestern 75-66. Bad loss for Northwestern. Uh, Do you have... Uh, but this, but this was also a tough spot for Northwestern. They had the overtime game. Collins got thrown out. Like this kind of, we kind of saw this coming. We both picked the Gophers, for what it's worth. Um, they locked it. Mercer destroyed VMI. We were both on the wrong side of this one. Uh, Vermont system play came up short by the hook. They win by 13, yeah. 62-49. I don't have a takeaway on this one. This one was just... Uh, Bad Play variance. the system. You lose it every now and then. Yeah, I know. Yep. Um, UNC Asheville comes in for me. I locked up the Bulldogs in a. It was a good game. Uh, lived up to the hype in the Big South. They're uh, they won eighty two to seventy eight against Winthrop. Stonehill seventy one over Wagner sixty one. This was an outright upset. Uh, Colby locked up the Seahawks of Wagner. This one kind of smelled to us on the show last night. Um, and then everybody on the picks page was on Monmouth. 
plus seven, seven and a half. Some got, you even got an eight. So you must've gotten that one last night or uh, this morning. I mean, uh, Delaware, they were losing most of the yeah. second half against uh, the Hawks here. They win 84 to 80. Uh, Colby's lock on Monmouth comes in, but then the game right after that, his lock of the East Carolina Pirates, as well as you. This was a double lock here on the fixed page. Fucking easy. Uh, when I'm tired of them. <laughs> so, somebody tagged me on a on a tweet last night. Yeah. Shout out uh, to them. I, it might have even been Chad G. Tagged us in a tweet, and it was just a bunch of Charlotte fans camping in tents right outside the building. And, and I uh, still locked DCU. I'm a yeah. dumbass. I'm a dumbass fan. You got you got to call yourself a dumbass when you're a dumbass. I was a dumbass here, man. Yeah, I had Charlotte on the show last night. Uh, no money on it, so prediction was worthless. Uh, Charleston Southern, what's going on with the Bucks? They win against Longwood. They're what's catching five Longwood? here. Longwood's been is there something stu- wrong with Longwood? stumbling, man? Yeah, Longwood's been god awful lately, man. I think they've lost like six out of seven, six out of eight. Oh wow, this has flown under the radar for me. They still beat Charleston Southern by twenty-one this season, though. You know, I'm Before a big South one. expert, baby. I love the Big South. <laughs> um. Noah's still mad at me for my ACC banter. It's 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 going to happen for the next month or so, guys. So still stay, recovering. Stay <laughs> still recovering. The bracketology shows might have to be on hold. Can't take him <laughs> seriously. Uh, the Sacred chat, Heart. That's on my side, I think, Noah. It's actually the first time I think I've ever had the chat on my side. I'm getting a headache. Um, <laughs> Sacred Heart. Minus Sick four comes through against Lemoyne, 87 to 81. Did you catch any of the Fordham St. Louis game? Colby no. locked up the Billikens, uh, and the Rams won 67 65 in St. Louis. And if he was here, I'd say, Colby, are you kidding me? You freaking locked up Travis Ford laying points. This is your own rule that you tell us not <laughs> to do. <laughs> so shout out to Dundee. You know, maybe he's got cloud brain right now, father brain. <laughs> <laughs> he did say so i texted him today he did say he had one hour of sleep going into a saturday he does, man he's not sleeping much so no i i have i have not followed up with him about his saint john's uh red storm uh big east selection i've, it, I've been waiting there, for him to there's gonna be a time and place for that we'll, you mean we'll, when we'll they're uh, six and nine with three games left in the big east <laughs> Yeah, when they when they beat yeah. DePaul in the next week, I think they got DePaul Saturday, and he's yeah. talking about them being top four. Can they make we'll a run? <laughs> we'll have to remind him. Um, the the floor is yours. How many losses in the last six games has Arizona State had? Dude, <laughs> so did you see the did you see the headline? No. Uh, pre- uh shout out to uh, TVDBJ baby. Uh, Perez got benched the entire second half. <laughs> That's Bobby Hurley, coach's decision. Who didn't see this coming? Oh my god, what a joke, dude! Arizona State. Do you have his tweet that you exchanged with him earlier? No, I. Don't. It would be it's, a great it, time to pull that done. out. Yeah, I mean, did he delete you, it? Uh, did I delete it? I don't delete anything. No, I said, did he delete it? 
Because you said no. I don't think so. I don't think he deleted it, but... Well, I mean, you probably you could know, find it. You, when you've been around enough phonies in your lifetime, you can sniff out a phony. So it is it is what it is. They suck. They're going nowhere. Arizona State, in a nutshell. Interested to see what happens with uh, Bobby Hurley, though. If you don't do it, I'll do it. I'll stand up for you. Um, oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. He'll, he'll just be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> uh, Maine, 79-72 outright victory against Bryant. Uh, the Bulldogs are falling apart. <laughs> this is very confusing. Bryant <laughs> is doing Bryant things again, just like they did last year. Yep. And this is why I, I said UMass Lowell was second coming into the year instead of Bryant. Uh, Merrimack loses by the hook. They win 71-68 to over Central Connecticut. Uh, Merrimack was a clean sweep. Nobody locked them on the picks page, but everybody had Merrimack here. App State had their hands full with Georgia Southern. Holy shit. This one, they were trailing in like the final five minutes, and they went 85 to 84 over the Eagles. Did you catch any of this? No, I didn't. I I mean, it's hard for me. I'm not going to lie to everybody. It's hard for me to catch all these games when I'm at West Virginia Um, because I'm obviously coming in the game for other reasons, catching up with people. So I'm able to watch one to two games max, um, and obviously Saturday. The Saturday slates suck. I, I honestly, I kind of hate the Saturday slates. I, I love them, but I also hate them at the same time. There's, I just wish, man, we we have 150 games. Why can't we have 90, 80 to 90, man? Even in that case, it's probably still too much. It probably is, but I mean, it is Saturday. I just, I wish it was all high major on Saturday. I'm not gonna lie. TMZ, TMZ take. Colby oh. called out a guy for having a the worst take of his life that he's ever seen in his life. I so. called him out. <laughs> no, Colby had it first though. Yeah, no, me and him had a Twitter war after that. That fucking jackass. Really? Uh, <laughs> I didn't see fucking it. awful, just terrible take for society. Yeah, I, speaking I'm of really, awful, I'm really terrible future. <laughs> All those college football guys, when they dip their toe in the college basketball nowadays, Terrible. or like now this time of year, it's awful. And they're the ones that want to value the Auburn Alabama game when Auburn gets drilled every other year when they're not playing at home um, because it feels like a playoff game. North, uh, he was talking about specifically North Carolina and Duke. Like, dude, if you're going to tweet something out like that, he's like, might be a hot take. Dude, bitch, you, you knew it was Terrible. a hot take. Terrible. Um, terrible speaking take. of terrible, speaking of terrible and awful, uh, I had UTSA on the money line against Rice. They don't win that. Uh, 80 to 76, Rice beats the Roadrunners. This was a great call from you and I. We this was a double lock on the show, and nobody expected us to double lock this one. Vanderbilt wins against Missouri 68 to 61. I didn't watch a lick of this one. <laughs> I don't know if you did either. This was not on my radar at all. What Vanderbilt? I, I ended up uh I locked up Vanderbilt. That's what I'm saying. We double locked it on the show last night. Oh, I thought you were talking about a different game. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I pulled a you from last night. So fucking slap my fucking wrist. Uh dude, good call by us, man. This is a great call. Know. Nobody was on Vanderbilt. And nobody watched it either. Right? I uh I watched two minutes of it, so 
I mean, oh, shout no out to way. you for even fitting in. <laughs> Pulled up on the phone. I said, let me let me get it. Let's see how many people are here. Oh, the benches are so below the court and nobody's in the stand. So, yeah. Um, real quick, this is not a bracketology discussion. What the fuck has happened to Missouri in year two of Dennis Gates? I don't know. Uh, I thought this team was going to be worse than it was last year, but not this bad. But not 0 and 8. I mean, what the no. fuck? And they've got maybe one win left on the schedule. We talked about it last night. Yeah, man. Going into the game. Crazy. Didn't see that coming. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, nuts. Not uh, Dennis Gates, like, that's for sure. I mean, when he was with Cleveland State, they're at the top of the conference in the Horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, they were winning games left and right in the SEC that were surprising. Uh, they were basically a little bit of a lighter version of South Carolina last year. Uh, no, South Carolina, bad example. Year two for Lamont Paris. They were a lighter version of Ole Miss last year. Um, Arkansas State, minus nine and a half comes through for me against UL Monroe. You were on the Warhawks here. A 15-point victory for the Red Wolves. Uh, and then we get to – it's a sextuple for a six, the multiple of six. Uh, at least six locks on the picks page here for San Diego State. They win four. They win by fourteen points, eighty-one to sixty-seven over Utah State. This was a smash. We didn't even talk about it on the show last night, but this was also a, a tragic magic after Carl Weathers passed away too. So shout out to the Aztecs for coming through. Yeah, no, I mean this this was easy. This this is what San Diego State fucking does. They I Especially mean they, at home. Yes, at home. This was a hey. Remember who's remember who's fucking daddy in this league still? San Diego State fucking said, "Hey, we're still we're still the top dog. We went to the national championship. Utah State, Danny Sprinkle doing a great job, but San Diego State statement game here. The league still runs through the Aztecs. Yes, it does. Um." Bethune Cookman wins by 10 on the road at Alabama State. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, laying the points with the Hornets here. Um, the right team won this one. <laughs> yeah. uh, 79-68. Uh, this one uh, smelled a bit. It was too big. Uh, or maybe not. What am I trying to say? It was not large enough, in my opinion. The Boise State Broncos murdered Air Force, 94 to 56. Um, we had a tough time picking this game last night. Um, I didn't watch any of it. It was not on my ride, radar again. Um, one, because I didn't bet it. Two, there was plenty more interesting games during this time slot of the you day. there were 150 games on today? <laughs> it's tough to watch them all. Um, we get, don't have I God's eye. Kick, I get a kick. Well, even if you, dude, even if you have God's eye and the way they had the 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock your time, Noah, set up there was no way you can watch that man there's no there's it's physically impossible there was there was 40 games in the 4 p.m window today yeah i'm not central time change that man well three o'clock your time four o'clock my time i'm not central time fucking michigan they always fucking yeah i can't pick a game (laughs) right in that goddamn state your fucking governor it sucks i i hate the state of michigan Troy, Except you. Except you. You're a good friend of mine, Noah. You're the only thing I like in Tom Izzo in the state of Michigan. 
Now that Harbaugh's you like Tom back. Izzo, I love Izzo. All right, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> I love I loved Harbaugh. It was you, Izzo, and Harbaugh. Other than that, fuck Michigan. <laughs> you loved Harbaugh, and then you faded him. You turned for your back Alabama. on him. for I mean, for, for your for your other your <laughs> other guy. You cheated on Harbaugh. I did cheat um, on him with, with Nick Saban. I Nick Saban's a West Virginian. I had him pull from a tide. I am a secret tide fan. Roll tide. Are you secretly pulling for him? <laughs> uh, I'm no what. I'm no longer an Alabama football fan though, because they don't have Saban. Are you secretly pulling for him to like somehow make his way to Morgantown? We'll talk about it. Off season. Okay. Off season. Maybe Troy seventy eight, Georgia <laughs> State seventy four. Like, one can always dream. <laughs> Evansville sixty three over Valpo sixty two. That line was very tight. I was able to get that flipped. I got the purple aces plus one and a half, um, and everybody else got Valpo plus one and a half. So everybody covered there. Southern seventy one over Alcorn seventy. You locked up the Braves. Tight game. I doubt you watched it. Did you catch any of it? No. No, I did not. I'd yeah. be lying to everybody if I did. I will trust me. I will watch as much as I can. I did not catch this game. Marshall ninety one, Coastal Carolina seventy four. Fuck! Marshall. I did not monitor this one, one game either. too late. Yeah, <laughs> you are right. Yeah. Um, you and Colby double locked this in a lock battle against me. VCU sixty three, Richmond fifty two. I was off on this. Um, it's my city, man. The athleticism was evident. Yeah, <laughs> dude, them sweater vests, wine and cheese crowd ain't coming into the shotgun drinking, fireball taking VCU crowd. That 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 place was on fucking fire. I caught a little bit of this game on my phone. VCU, man, unbelievable. I fuck anybody that's in this chat right now. If you ever have the chance to go to a VCU Rams game at the Single Center, do so, especially for a Richmond game. There was no way Richmond was coming out of there alive undefeated. Great win, BCU. Game ball worthy. Mac, this comment's especially for you. I want you to look at it. And then I haven't been displaying comments over the last five minutes. We got to rattle Uh-oh. through some of these games. Yep. Uh, so, so Wofford. What? I said, so Julio's on Purdue or Wisconsin? Text there for everybody viewing on YouTube. I have my I, own I think he, Stay I tuned think he on has, the B side. <laughs> I think he has Purdue. Um, Wofford, 88. Western Carolina, 86. A thriller in the SoCon. You locked up the Terriers. Nice pick there. Dude, Morehead State. Ball. Sorry. They're playing good ball. Wofford's playing good ball. They Sorry, are. I cut they're, you off, man. No, they're streaking. And I'm, I'm just trying to streak through this massive – Three o'clock, four o'clock window. <laughs> um, Tennessee Tech covers the the massive spread. I thought I was trying to tell you what was going to happen here against Moorhead State. The Eagles win 67-60 over Tennessee Tech. Um, Old Dominion covers by, depending on the number that you get, a half point, a point, a point and a half against James Madison, <laughs> 78-63. Um, also... <laughs> Nichols covers against Houston Christian by a half point. Nine and a half we got on the show last night. Uh, the Huskies lost by 10 
So Colby had Houston Christian here, loses by the hook, 83-73 final there. Um, we were spot on with this one, Northern Illinois, 76, Eastern Michigan, 66. Did you lock this on the picks page? Did you lock this on the show last night? I, I don't bet think it. you did. I it was fringe lock. It was fringe lock, okay. and I this was a pick page though. Yeah, okay. So just your like, typical uh, money line Mac. Uh, he's going to lock up a winless team in league play, laying more than two possessions. The line is telling you what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I mean, told you that was your angle last last night. <laughs> it was um, ugly, but we got it done. Queens eighty five, Bellarmine seventy five. Uh, Queens at home. ATM. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what did I say last night as well when it came to Radford? If they lost to Charleston Southern, they're capable of losing to anybody. And then yeah. USC Upstate went and beat them today. Bad. 78-69 over man. the Highlanders. Um, that logic now pertains to Longwood. Okay. Moving forward, if yep. Longwood can lose to Charleston Southern, they can lose to anybody. Uh what happened to the East Tennessee State Buccaneers? Only a six, 62-60 win over the we Citadel. On this. Yeah, we did. Uh, the Citadel on the road weekend game, but it was on the road. Stumped me completely. I thought ETSU is kind of figuring something out here. Um, Let me check the – so let, let's do the – Big 12 in another uh, pack like we did. I'll wait to the big one, and then we can bring them in. Florida was winning this game for about 36 minutes. Yeah, please tell me about this game because I did not catch much of this. They fell apart. Uh, In the final two minutes, they couldn't hit free throws. And uh, Tyrese Radford, our guy, game winner. (laughs) <laughs> well hey, so crime pays <laughs> yeah well it didn't though because everybody on the picks page locked this thing up and they only went by one point they were laying two and a half against the gators so they're not that they're one's, not playing that good one's ball, like the man yeah you're right what i said What'd they're not playing good ball i said texas a&m's not playing good basketball right now yeah that was originally gonna be like i was still gonna take aggies off of the florida Gatorade, Gatorade dump spot against Kentucky. Um, but yeah, like Texas A&M just uh, has not lived up to the hype this season. Uh, Northwestern State, 70. Texas A&M Corpus Christi, or Commerce, sorry, 57. So 70-57 win for the Demons, your guy. Colby locked up Northwestern State. So shout out to Pick Dundee. And now it's time to bring on the Big 12 committee calling all cars. Uh, Troy and Rush are back. This will not be bracketology. (laughs) This is the big one. Um, Can you guys explain to me why Kansas was catching points? Uh, Rush, I'll I'll go with you because I think Troy actually was on the other side. No, I can't. It's Once in a while, (laughs) Vegas will give you a gift and try to make you overthink it but no it, it was it was the easiest i'm gonna say the second easiest pick of the day i don't know why i felt better about the the texas tcu game but hey money's money 
Do we think that the uh, the books didn't realize it was February? Like they thought it was January 33rd or something like that? <laughs> because the system is Kansas in February, and I even faded my own system. Uh, I wish I would have known what Julio bet because uh, I feel like he also <laughs> bet Houston. And I would have known to to not do it, but uh, like I said in the pre-show, I I did bet Kansas money line and Houston minus one and a half, so I ended up twelve bucks up, basically a zero zero. But uh, yeah, I can't explain why. I mean, I would have thought that this would at least be a pick'em. Laying giving points to Kansas at the fog is dumb, dumb, just dumb. And I'm Mac, dumb for not taking them. Mac, you're <laughs> chuckling over here. Did you catch any of this one while in Morgantown? I did. I did a little bit. Um, it never was a game. No, they <laughs> like, ran out. They were leading by eight at the first TV timeout, and it uh, never got closer. It's almost like I've watched the ship for a fucking decade plus of my fucking life. It's what they do in that building. It's what they do. The guy, Bill Selfman. He's got he's got less fucking losses in that building than conference championships in the best league in America. They don't lose there, so I can't believe the amount of people that were on Houston. It actually mind boggles me hey. that people thought that Houston was actually going to go in the fog and win. Never had a chance. Hey Never Ryan, can I bring on a special guest real quick? You got Just Big Timber? Quick. Yeah, Big Dick Nick. Let's go. Oh, yeah, see you wait. Come here. Big Dick Nick is awake. Big Dick Nick is awakened. Big Timber. Give, give this man a formal Co-host of the Ryan and Rush show. How's it going? Guys, no, hey, That's this guy, he is from Elkins, West Virginia. He, hey, he is a born and raised blue and gold. Big Timber, a.k.a. Big Dick Nick. Uh, co- contributor for the Ryan and Rush show. Nick, uh, Kansas, never in doubt, right? Uh, no, they're going to win the whole time. Any other analysis? I thought there might be the typical uh, Kansas uh, BS with the whole um, eight on five at the end when Houston's up 10 yeah. the entire game and that whole situation. Like West Virginia faced there a couple times, but no, they dominated from start to finish. And that was really the only surprise. But the, the, uh, the Kansas W was really never in doubt, in my opinion. All right, Big Timber. I appreciate you coming by. See? Yeah, thanks yeah, for having me on. Go, man. Go check out uh, at President Haynes, Big Timber, a.k.a. Big Dick Nick. He's a great ambassador. Good dude. Good person. And a loyal Mountaineer. Fire Tomlin. Oh God, he he oh, hates hell Tom. yeah. <laughs> Here he goes with this fucking he's a Steelers fan too. So all right, man. Uh Nick Hades, co-host, Ryan Rush show. Uh Noah, let's move along in the slate. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Never a losing there. record. I'm just gonna say that. Don't, the don't team has been on shit that. on paper. <laughs> um I'm stunned. I forget what I was going to say. He left me <laughs> speechless. Oh, Rush is back. Here he is. What's up, guys? I can't <laughs> wait. Well, one day we'll share the story off-season while yeah. why he's named Big Dick Nick. We ain't created yeah. the nickname. Well, it's because his cock is huge. 
Well, <laughs> he does have a third leg, but it, it actually is okay. a great It's like story. a kickstand. You can kind of lean on it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's great. Mac, do it's I great. get any extra kickback for predicting that this would be a, a Hunter Dickinson game? No, dude. I, yeah. Sorry. Thank you for reeling it back in and bringing it back to the top, dude. <laughs> that was what I was gonna that, mention. That's off to you, Noah. I like. I I had the thank fog you, angle, you. but dude, you called Hunter Dickinson. I still think he's fucking soft, but great call by you. Yes, you do. I, you do get your flowers for your for your boy. Thank you. And Kansas, <laughs> Kansas out rebounded the fuck out of Houston. They they took Houston's game and they shoved it right back in their face. So uh, this was. Uh, 40 boards to 24. So, so this happened every time when we played them back in the day when we were press Virginia and we were, we were Houston before Houston was Houston now. And we were the big, bad bully on the block. And you could tell every time we played Kansas at that building, Bill self would challenge his guys manhood right before the game and, or leading up to the game. And whether it was the referees or Kansas was just, meet the challenge they would always be ready to go for 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 hug whether it was hugs now it's kelvin sampson houston's gonna have a trouble ever winning in that building because kansas in that building man they're, they're unbeatable <laughs> kelvin sampson's now oh and eight in that building bob huggins oh and 12 that's two hall of famers combined oh and 20 in that building against bill self think about yeah, that's, that that's very impressive that's incredible yeah, because like Samson was in the favorites. league. Samson yeah. was in the league prior to being with Houston too. Dude, it, it, it like you can't bet against him in that building. That's the bottom line. It, don't overthink it. That that's my bottom line with handicapping the Jayhawks at home. Death taxes, the fog. Yeah, and a lot of spreadsheet nerds ate shit here. Um, and that's yeah. just uh, the basketball games played on the court. I mean, that's that's my takeaway. Pay heat. Uh, Everybody enters the fog. Yeah, we even said something on the Friday show that the uh, the analytics gave Houston like a seventy four point seven percent chance of winning this game. What a joke! Fucking losers on Excel. Get <laughs> out of here. Yeah, um, big, big dick Bill Self. That's what, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Bill, Bill Selfish, baby. He, <laughs> Hi, he just he, he hogs all the Big Twelve championships. I think this might be a. Uh, this might be a, a a Vegas play here where Kansas kicks the shit out of Houston and then Houston wins the game in Houston against Kansas and everybody's uh, Big 12 championship regular season bets just get refunded. Tie for first. There you go. Could, could possibly be the case. Um, I would prefer they pay out the outright. Even if there's well, time. me too, because I have both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh, UCF wins by 11 at home over Oklahoma. Troy, your Sooners fall to the very Golden Knights here. Um, this too was one that I saw. I saw a rush touting this one on Twitter, and I know that you're the Sooner fan here. Uh, well, uh, my what happened? Well, my pick for this game was. Uh, UCF's better. UCF's at home. You should be picking UCF. So I'm going to lay the points with Oklahoma. And uh, the Costanza really Costanza'd me pretty hard on that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. It's a weekend game. I was, you know, 
maybe saying that UCF is going to run out of bath salts and, and weed and other substances, but uh, very clearly they did not. Uh, they got to be sneaking stuff in on the backside of those palm fronds, like little dime bags and stuff like that. They got to be somewhere in there because again, there's nothing quite like when the camera pans through the UCF crowd and you just get to see the, the titties bouncing up and down. I mean, it just makes everybody happy. The, those tatas were bouncing and those pom poms were shaking. That's the summary of this game. Fucking UCF's good in that building, man. If you're Every, fucking horny, you want to watch a UCF game. <laughs> everything's bouncing in the moon bounce. Dude, that place is great. I'm it telling is. you, if, if you're it, single, it, get it, down to that game. It, that place is rocking. Even oh, though yeah. it's on the Atlantic coast, it fit the Big 12 perfectly with all the great mm-hmm. home atmospheres mm-hmm. you've got. Mm-hmm. Rush, how about you? I know this was a big W for you. No, it wasn't. I picked Oklahoma in this game. Oh, uh, I was on the UCF Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I locked up UCF with you on the show here, too. The UCF Peninsula. It, I thought UCF, this, you know, the clock strikes February, Kansas starts excelling. Um, I thought this was going to be the UCF, like, fall back, like the, the reverse of it. And well, no, it didn't happen. They kicked OU's ass, and UCF is a force to be reckoned with within the Big Twelve. They might be, they might make it as the eleventh to hell. They might make it as the tenth team in the Big Twelve. They're really good, and they deserve their credit, especially at home. So, hey, good for the golden, very shiny knights of UCF. Shout it's out Johnny. Shout out Johnny Dawkins. Uh, yeah, that was win 300 for him. Yeah, win 300 uh, kind of looked at in the beginning of the year as one of the teams that might have some issues joining the Big 12. But no, they've got big home wins. They really yeah. do. I mean, they would have to win a, a few surprising games, but there is a shot out there that they could be a tournament team. Um, again, a bit of a long shot, but there's a chance that they win a couple of games. Maybe they get uh, two road games or something like that unexpected. Might be able to slide in there. I would not, uh, kind of like that Duke UCF game. I would not want to have to play a first round matchup against UCF yeah. in the NCAA tournament. What's yeah. UCF? What's UCF going to do when I'm calling them the very very shiny knights and I'm pushing for them to get an NCAA bid? Do they take my side or do they shit on me for calling them the Central Florida very golden shiny knights? Noah, so you're you're basically doing the Julio. I don't know. My mind's broken on that. How they handle that. Worlds colliding. Colliding. Uh Yeah, it's like you saying that you like Disney and Universal Studios at the same time. And then everybody in Orlando is like, what do you mean? You can only pick one. You got to either go to City Walk or you got to drink around the world at Epcot. Those are your only options. And Max like, no, no, I got the I got the pass where I can go to both in the same day. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe even the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja uh, holy, holy moly, Ninja 3 30 in the morning. Forgive me, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles against mm. the Power Rangers, you know, that whole thing, too. Yep, um, <laughs> yeah, the palm fronds in the stands is, is such a good touch. Uh, I'm surprised that that hasn't been highlighted more, yeah. So we we just hit on the two four o'clock Big Twelve games here. There is a conglomerate of teams with three or four losses currently in the conference. It's I've amazing. got the Big Twelve clan with me currently. 
the top of the standings currently look like Houston 19 and or Houston six and three in conference, Kansas six and three, Iowa State five and three, Baylor five and three, Texas Tech five and three, TCU five and four, and BYU five uh, four and four. Mm-hmm. Sorry, BYU four and four. Um, who's your horse? Have you guys identified this on the Big Twelve podcast? What do well, you mean by horse? Just it's the team the that always wins yeah, the Big Twelve. Who's the, who's the team that you guys would take over the rest if you had to take them right now uh, on the fourth day of February to win the Big Houston, Twelve or win yeah. March Madness? Big Twelve: Houston, Kansas, Iowa State, Baylor, Texas Tech, TCU, BYU. Which team beat Houston today and has the Big 12 tournament in Kansas City? <laughs> Big 12 reg- regular season. Okay. Yeah, still Kansas. Which team, yeah, yeah. plays at the Fog? <laughs> yeah, it's Kansas. It's not a conversation? No. I think, oh, there's I mean, definitely Houston's a conversation. Good. I think Houston, Houston could win. Went, Kansas think, went from being dead last week to now they're the kind I, I no. never said they were dead. Don't fucking there was put that plenty on of people me. saying they were dead, though. Yeah, and I said, okay, come on, give me your action. <laughs> and I'll bet any of you that they win the fucking league. And I'll bet any of you that they'll fucking beat Houston at Houston at the end of the year if the game is for the regular season title. Now, if Kansas already has a clinch, then Houston may get the game. But if the game's for all the marbles, Kansas will win again. They always do. They always just, fucking win this league. Do, do you know what's funny about this conversation is we all agree Kansas is going to win it all, and we all might take Kansas State. <laughs> this oh, K-State's going to beat Kansas State. Yeah, that's what's funny about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I will. I did say this on the Big 12 podcast, is they're going to lose to Iowa State and then take off. All yeah, right. I, yeah. I just think that. Houston is much more likely to lose a home game than Kansas is. And that could be the, the once one game spread that determines the regular season champion. Um, I do think Baylor has some juice though. I I know I'm a Baylor fan and I agree with everything Troy's saying right now. I like that point that he made about uh, Houston, Kansas. And I also like his Baylor take. I mean, Baylor is a, like Scott Drew said, they're a couple of possessions away from being like the third or fifth ranked team in the nation. And they are, they are soft, but they're talented as hell. They might be more talented than Baylor. They're just soft as shit. It's the whole Keontae George angle though. Like if Jacoby Walter can kind of turn anything around and play a little bit better in league play, Baylor could take off. But that's basically a coin flip. I've seen some really impressive games out of him, and I've seen some really fucking stupid freshman mistakes from him. So having it kind of ride on that guy makes it much more of a long shot. But, you know, everybody's talking about Kansas not having a bench. Who cares? Play your best five guys and, you know, get in fucking shape and running up up and down the floor. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's my final question that I have for... I'm going to specifically go to Mac for this one. It's an X's and O's question. Uh, freshman Johnny Furphy is really coming on lately, last week and a half or so. Um, really is is he uh, now a, a you know a, a piece in the starting five consistently throughout yeah, the he's, he, he, next he's month? Yeah, he's the next hated fucking Christian Braun lookalike. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, they got one every fucking year. This white guy that comes in, it's like, this guy fucking looks so unathletic and he just busts your ass 20 piece every single night. Um, yeah. And, and 
I think uh, Self kind of took some lumps in January, kind of getting some more reps for him, bringing him along because he knew he didn't have a good bench. So Furphy's really come along. I mean, he he played well in Morgantown, but the rest of the team did not play well in Morgantown, and that's why they lost the game. But now he's another piece. You got Dickinson, obviously, your guy. You got McCuller. You got Harris. They're, this is what Self does. This is what yeah. Bill Self does. It is. It, it, it's never pretty. It's never pretty in January. It's and then all of a sudden in March, you're like you look up and they're what thirty two and six. It's every fucking year. It's the same shit with this team. So so in the uh, beginning of the season, from uh, November sixth to January thirteenth, Furphy played fifteen games. Mm-hmm. He averaged five points, five point seven points, two point seven yeah. rebounds, and. That was that was his production. The last six games, he's averaging fifteen point seven points, seven and a half rebounds, and a one and a half dimes. Just he's flipped the switch lately, and yeah, uh, Kansas is kind of they are. It's what they do, man. It's yeah. what they do. They're they're rolling right now for sure. Um, Go K right. State Monday night. <laughs> and Furpy uh having the being the Aussie guy with the mullet, he's the basketball Cam Smith now. Yes. I like that. You can't you can't hate on him. I mean, even if you hate Kansas, you're watching this white guy with a mullet just bang three pointers. I mean, kind of fun. Kind of fun. <laughs> as as much as I hate the Jayhawks, pretty cool to watch. Slope side over the whole league, sweet sixteen. Um I, I'll say three, three to four, sweet 16. Eight. I, Five. Mac, I mean, how many final four? Four. Yeah, he had, he had a four team. Two. Four well, they teams. not, uh, Houston wasn't in the league yet. Um, mm, I don't know if they have that many sweet uh, final fours, though. I don't know. TBD, I got to, I got to see the one. draws. It may be one, it may be Houston. Because as much as I talk about Baylor having juice for the regular season, I definitely see Baylor as a like a a second round exit in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, they're soft. They're just too dependent on the three ball, and they go hot and cold way too much. Yeah, we've got two more Big Twelve games. Let's let's talk about them right now. We don't have. Um, to. <laughs> yeah, we can skip the last two, Noah. <laughs> no, I, I think I think we should talk about them right now. Right, uh, let it rip. Here we this go. Is Chad G's favorite segment. Just got to rip yeah. the Band-Aid off. BYU beats West Virginia by 13 on the road, mm. and Baylor avoids a buzzer-beating loss to Iowa State. Mm. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go with – so we'll start with Rush-West mm. Virginia game. Then we'll yeah. go to Troy-Baylor game. Then we'll finish up with Mac. He can touch on whatever is left from the scraps of the two plates. I can uh, talk about Rush. the Baylor-Iowa State game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. The family civil war game. Let's, let's hear it. Noah. You want me? Okay. Sorry. I thought you had a question dialed up for me. Oh, um, just feeling good. No, I'm going to let you set the stage. And then if there's something else that's so, amiss. well, the stage is I was born in Provo, Utah, and I live in Morgantown, West Virginia. Now, um, my intro the one, uh, it is, uh, the, I'm the one of chapter four. one. <laughs> I'm one of four bishops to go to uh, West Virginia University, while three or four of them went to Brigham Young University. But I digress. Um, tonight, 
a game which West Virginia had their opportunities, whether it was to stay in the game and get back in the game. Um, I a lot of people talk about in the second half that to the ball going out of bounds, two seconds left on the shot clock, BYU fading away, hitting the brick off the uh backboard and it going in and that being the dagger. Yeah, that might have been the dagger, but my real issue in the game was we talked about it on the Ryan and Rush show was that last two, two and a half minutes in the first half and maybe the first one or two to start the second half is if you start getting lackadaisical against this BYU team, they will just pop off a couple threes right before you. Next thing you know, you go from it being up, tied, a one-possession game to, shit, we're down nine. And this BYU team, they're they're solid, and they they were without Khalifa tonight. Um and and they still they they came to play and shout out to them winning a game on the road they don't do as well uh not being in provo but they showed it tonight that they could get one on the road uh they're actually staying in morgantown tonight but i digress um for this west virginia team they had opportunities there they got it within six um unfortunately one of our guards committed an offensive foul and gave up momentum right away and then you know i talked about the scene there where they bricked it off the backboard and got it in there um i thought i thought we had an opportunity to cover there and then it just it kind of just gave up fell apart at the end there hats off to byu like i said if you're gonna lose a game you might as well lose it to your childhood team the team your family supports and not kansas or texas at home so there's always that uh but this one hurts it stings a bit i felt good about this game i really thought west virginia was gonna win it uh but they weren't there fell asleep at the times they couldn't fall asleep and therefore they lost so i'm gonna give mac the jimmies and joe's question i'm gonna ask you about the college experience question um what i mean so it's well chronicled this is the uh maybe byu to ucf but BYU to yeah. West Virginia is one of the farthest trips in the Big 12. Uh, how present were, were the Mormons in Morgantown here tonight? Well, the Mormons travel well because the BYU is a national brand. So I know. I, I'm I'm asking Rush because I know he's the the split the uh, the dual. Oh, I thought agent. you said Ryan. Yeah, no, Rush. No, I'm I mean, giving you the BYU. Jimmy's and Joe's question. Asking yeah. Rush, kind of like you know, is did West Virginia defend home court on the uh, college experience side of things tonight? Oh, no, yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, the, the, the place, the place was, was, was ready to go. Yeah. The I thought there'd actually be more BYU fans there. Yeah. I was actually a little okay. surprised. No, yeah, this no. was the biggest home crowd this year for West Virginia. Yeah. There was no like West Virginia fans didn't show up. BYU fans yeah. were their advantage. No, from the, and, and the fans were in it. Basically, till the very end, even when we were down a good bit towards the end, where it started to look like, yeah, we probably aren't going to win this yeah. game. We were there. It, it it just we couldn't live up to the moment. As simple as that. Okay, we didn't uh, play. Troy, dude, we played like shit, man. It it, it is what it is. It, BYU top twenty five team. Al played us. Uh, Troy Baylor game. I know you got a lot to say about this. <laughs> please, too, but. Troy Baylor game, please. All right, if you thought the WU guys were talking a lot about their WU game, this Baylor game was one of the most wild and uh, completely unnecessary uh, number one bullshit game of the day. Uh, 
you technical up a coach for being one step out of the coach's box on this a day hilarious. where on a day where Shaka Smart was three fucking steps out onto the floor running into a fucking player. Uh, <laughs> unreal. And the because I, I shout out Julio, I did alt line Baylor at seven and a half as well, which did not hit, but 100% should have fucking hit. I'm going to find like 20. Oh, I'm going to find fucking comb over just for men touch of gray fucking black haired referee and like hit his kneecaps or something. That was, uh, I haven't seen such a, a, a possibly great basketball game with the chance of an awesome ending. And it still ended up being pretty cool. Uh, kind of wish mom Silovich made that shot early enough, but I just can't. When a team gets into the fucking one and one with more than 13 minutes left in the second half and women's college basketball is four quarters, it's time to make the switch. It is 100% time to go to quarters and stop making fucking games no. free throw shoot offs or at least at least make the one and one at nine fouls instead of seven fouls or something like that because – a team getting a chance to just shoot free throws and, and the fact that the second half of the basketball game goes 45 minutes longer than it needed to go, it's just dumb. It kills the flow of the game. You don't really find out which team is actually better because I don't think Iowa State really played that poorly. I think Baylor came out of the gates and was playing awesome basketball, and for about 30 minutes of the game, it was probably their best basketball game of the whole year. And then everything just stopped up whistles whistles and again i'm not saying that everything was against baylor uh foul call wise it was just so many ticky tack fouls that there was no there was no flow you couldn't even get a feel for the game in the last seven to ten minutes it was just bullshit uh we got to get rid of reviews we got to put a, a time clock on reviews or maybe do it like the tennis reviews where everything is digital and we're going to review who the ball went out of bounds on. Okay. Look up at the big screen. You show the slow motion ball and it's like, oh, it redirected out of bounds off the guy's leg. No big deal. Let's move on. But sitting there with, you know, two seconds left in the game and a team like Iowa State has no timeouts and they get a fucking minute and a half while the referees are trying to figure out that, you know, 0.4 seconds went off the clock. That's That's ruining basketball. But, you know. All things said, I can't believe Baylor snuck out with the win. Uh, almost got to be happy with it, even though they don't cover the two and a half because they go like two of eight from the free throw line down the stretch, like <laughs> oh, fucking losers. Oh, they were Julioing from the from the free throw line. Yeah, they they blew the cover at the free throw line, and also uh, just the the ticky tack technical fouls caused the twenty to zero point run uh, in this game. Just madness. Um, my question to you, I guess, Troy, is you said that uh, you're in agreement with me in saying that Baylor is not receiving as much love right now as uh, a couple of other teams in the Big 12. Um, what, what do you think the perception is? I mean, Rush and Mac were kind of saying soft and talking over each other a little bit. What's the weakness of this Baylor team coming from a Bears fan? Well, from all of the teams that they've had recently that have been really, really good basketball teams, 
the way that they rotate and contest shots on defense has always been, you know, if not the best team in the nation, at least a top three or five defensive rotating team. And they're just missing that now. Uh, ah, there's a few games where you've seen Ray J Dennis kind of take over uh, the control of the game, not necessarily all the shots. There are a few games where he takes shots late in games and they work out well, but they really need another guard to step up. And if Jacoby Walter is going to make freshman mistakes, what we've seen from Langston Love the last two or three games, you might have to start giving that guy some of Jacoby's minutes. But I don't know. They just, when they do contest on defense, they don't rebound. When they rebound, they don't contest on defense. So it's kind of like one side of the coin, the other side of the coin. They can't really do both. And I think they're a little too worried about running the same fucking guard weave over and over and over on offense instead of, you know, getting out and playing defense. In a game like today where they're calling ticky-tack fouls, that makes it even harder when you're not in good defensive position. They just seem like, I don't know, maybe this is a, maybe this is a, like a confidence building win after your coach gets thrown out, you go on a 20 point run for the other team. You still find a way to hang on, on, on a ball that was in the guy's hands on a banked in long range three pointer that would have won the game. Maybe this kind of fires Baylor up a little bit. And that would be kind of the only angle that I would think if they're going to take a step forward. But if not, if they play like they have for the last two and a half weeks, they're not a, they're not a regular season candidate. If they take about a half a step forward, they're immediately in that, that, regular season championship at least discussion so uh, i don't know the the defensive intensity just has to be significantly better for a scott drew team uh mac you just got back i had one jimmy's and joe's question for you when it comes to west virginia here i had headphones in so i heard everything okay um the question here is this is game two uh roster kind of fully intact yeah um and 13 point loss to byu who had been stumbling a little bit in conference as well they had been showing signs of vulnerable vulnerableness in the big 12 and also uh raekwon was not the last four games of raekwon battle has not been what raekwon battle was advertised to be what he came on originally, first five games, uh, filling up the stat sheet. Uh, you're kind of, I don't know, uh, let the people in on, you know, full roster, what's going on here. Yeah, um, I I think he's adjusting to going from the mountain, or sorry, uh, the big sky to big 12 of top of the sky report. I mean, you got the best coaches in and, and the best teams in America, and you got the target on your back, and you got you can't just go through the motions and think you're gonna get out, go out there and get fucking twenty. So he's got to be a lot better. He's been dog shit lately. I'll call I'll call a fucking spade a spade. I mean, he has not been good enough. This team was not good enough tonight. Um, but I, I think that they are playing better. They're finding finding themselves a little bit. It is only game number two as a group. And they'll be all right. And and I know a lot of people in the chat fucking sh- shit on our West Virginia pick. Uh, but, you know, they're the same crowd that, you know, uh, laid the money line with, uh, what, Cincinnati minus 200, L, 
minus 400 with Kansas at the Coliseum L, minus 300 with Texas at the Coliseum L. So, I mean, you got us tonight. Congrats on your, uh, what, minus 250 money line hit for, uh, or if you laid the points, if you had, had enough stones to do that. Congrats on your pick. But uh, we'll be back. We're not done yet. We're not done yet, but we, we got to get a lot better. We, we, we fucking suck tonight. They need to get they need to get Raekwon in practice with a uh, college golf legend J.R. Smith because when Ra- when Raekwon misses like his first three pointer of the game, you know it's a bad game, and when he makes his first three pointer of the game, you know he's going off. There's got to be something in between where you you miss the first couple of shots. Maybe you fucking drive to the basket and watch two free throws go through the hoop, and then start shooting more, but. He's got to get the the. I would rather go zero for thirty than zero for nine, like Dion Waiters. Because if you go zero for nine, you stop shooting. That's the problem with Raekwon. If he's a little cold, he gets a little scared to put the ball up. Uh, any final statements? No Rush? excuses over here, dumbass. I don't know what this guy's fucking talking about. JV over there. Um, <laughs> he's the same dumbass that fucking took Kansas, Texas, and fucking Cincinnati against him. How'd that work out, idiot? My only final words are we're a talented. We have a lot of individuals that are very talented. Do we have a team that's talented? And they have to ask themselves that. Yeah. A lot of games left. You know who could solve this problem? Bob Huggins. (laughs) There. I talked talked to him for 10 minutes tonight. He was there. Mason Mason ran into him. He's like, oh, what's up, coach? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. I appreciate you guys uh, recapping some of the Big 12 games. Give Mac and I probably 40 minutes to run through the rest of the games from this loaded Saturday slate. Uh, Troy, you already confirmed that you're picking games for tomorrow. We're happy to have you. As well as Rush, uh, you're more than welcome to to stay and pick some games. But Well, according uh, to the chat, hopefully I don't fall asleep. But the good news is Mac's in my studio upstairs, so I have a feeling I'll be awake. So see everyone (laughs) in 40 minutes. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, guys. And while uh, we uh, get situated here for part two, we're going to make part two just the picks. Um, but I'm going to I'm going to read you uh, that the college basketball experience is brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and available in 40 states. P2P social betting is a new and better way to bet. Bet directly against your friends or other users on sports, politics, pop culture, and other events with verifiable outcomes. Plus, tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a real betting social network. Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds, so you can create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for the money. And social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head histories, user profiles, fan groups, and more. Uh, you can get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. Cut also allows you to list any kind of bet, perfect for getting action in on those fun, exotic Super Bowl prop bets. Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that is U.S.-based and available in 40 states. Head over to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter with the NFL this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into the Hall of Fame Bets 
revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players' hit rate by any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Mac. Um, We are still in the middle of the 4 o'clock slate. Uh, The next game was NC Central absolutely murdered Coppin State. We both took the Eagles here. 77-46 victory there. American 75, Bucknell 66. Uh, I was on the Bison. You were on the Eagles. Mm -hmm. Morgan State 72, South Carolina State 70. Eric Martin falls just short. Uh, favored by four and a half here. We were both on uh, the Bulldogs in this one. Idaho State, 81. Northern Arizona, 79. The entire picks page was fooled on this one. We all had the Lumberjacks here against the Bengals. Norfolk State, 65. Delaware State, 64. Uh, Delaware State almost pulls off what was nearly a double-digit point uh, spread up upset here against the Spartans on the road. Hampton pulled off a big-time upset against Howard, 63-61 against the Bison. The Pirates jump up and surprise one of the MEAC's best. Mac, I just ran through a couple of uh, small, low-major games here that I doubt many people in the chat I know. caught. Did any of these scores jump out to you? Uh, no. Your thoughts? Not, not, not really. I mean, th- this, this is the problem, man. With, with the Saturday slates, is you, yeah. I can't offer expertise on any of these games. I'll go back and dive through the box scores, but I, I'm not going to get eyes on these games, unfortunately. And I, and I like watching games. I like watching the flow, the coaching. You can't watch it when, when there's 160 games on, man. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I didn't watch any of the games either. Um, <laughs> It does. And what else sucks is Michigan's continued second half collapses. I said uh, too many people in the chat last night liked the Wolverines. You even locked up Michigan. They were winning by nine at halftime, and they lose by 10 outright. So Rutgers wins the second half by 19 fucking points. Uh, I know. I thought, I thought I was feeling good. I, I, I was score watching. I go, Dude, I got, I got, I feel like a sharp. I, I've locked up Michigan, and then I go, wait, they lost my ten. <laughs> Dude, the frustrating part about this is they tease you, they compete, they lead at halftime, and they have yeah, for no a, a couple of these games. Nine of their last twelve games, they've had leads at halftime. They're two and ten in those twelve games. Um, we move on from that shit show to another North Carolina and loses by four to Elon. <laughs> unreal. Unreal. You, you thought that smelled, uh, it smelled you take the lost Elon. <laughs> yeah, you did take the Phoenix. Yeah. And then what the Phoenix fuck happened in, at Utah Valley? Uh, somebody in the YouTube chat hates our guts. Cause we, labeled Utah Valley as one of our favorite picks of the day. This I was like it. your mid-major 
is it a disgrace to call him a Kansas spot? Let's go with yeah. a just a they were they were a home wagon. Yeah, the going up against the conference is best. This Bad was pick. this was Sela. So if you're gonna pat us on the back for the Sela call, the money line call against McNeese State, which came through, let's talk about that one here right now because that happened. So you know what? We lose the Grand Canyon, but we also won against one of the best mid majors in the country. That uh, it won McNeese. what fifteen in a row? Nation's longest win- winning streak. Yeah, and we we picked it on the money line. So it is what it All is. Day, I baby. Mean, all day, baby. The the variance is nuts. Um, Chattanooga wins by, or sorry, Chattanooga loses by 22 points to Samford. This was a lock battle between you and NC Nick. He was on the Bulldogs here. North Dakota wins the battle of the North Dakotas, 60 to 58. Uh, the Bison get the cover, though. You were you locked up the Fighting Hawks here. Um, you also locked up Chattanooga. Any, uh, you know, you game watch or box score watch? Uh, no, score watch, score watch. This was disappointing that the Hawks couldn't get this over the finish line. Um, shout out to the Screaming Eagles of Southern Indiana. They win outright on the road at our. Actually, sorry, they don't. Re- they don't win outright. I read that wrong. Um, they covered though. They by covered. the hook. By the hook. They covered by the hook. I, I thought they won. <laughs> Uh, or I read it as they won. Uh, uh, they won USA gets <laughs> USA gets the cover though. Uh, shout out to you! You locked up the Screaming Eagles uh, at the tar- at the Tigers there. Uh, Little Cock dominates Eastern Illinois in a revenge angle spot there, seventy one to forty seven. Uh, we were split on the show last night. I took Little Cock. Um, then we we get to that Sela McNeese game that we just talked about. That was a double lock. We both took them on the money line last night. Um, shout out to you for picking the Texas A&M Corpus Christi Islanders game correct. I was on the. I was trying to ride the the hot hand with Lamar. Lamar's better at home, is my takeaway. Uh, Stetson on the road beats Central Arkansas by eleven. Uh, Colby locked up the Hatters there. Shout out to Pick Dundee. Uh, he also locked up Western Illinois, who won by twenty one at Semo. He faded his SEMO money in a lock battle against you. Any of those games catch any of your uh, attention? Yeah, SEMO's god-awful. My God, what a joke. This is a great spot for them. Uh, they're terrible, but yeah, move along. <laughs> uh, Colby also came through with an Eastern Kentucky lock over Kennesaw, Kennesaw State uh, as the Colonels won 86-76 to over the Owls. Tarleton State. Uh, won 75-64 against Stephen F. Austin. They sweep the season series against the Lumberjacks. Mac, um, any any thoughts on SFA this season? Glad I didn't bet them. Um, <laughs> big time disappointment. I mean, yeah, they haven't covered in like six games, and they didn't beat them with without Gillespie. I know, I know. So. Lipscomb only, Lipscomb only beats Jacksonville by two, 84-82 victory for the Bison. Uh, the Dolphins cover there. Uh, shocker, Colby was on the Dolphins. Um, he They're was also terrible. on Holy – what? They're terrible. He was also on Holy Cross, who beat Loyola, Maryland, 70-67. I thought this line smelled. It was a close game. Uh, just the right team won by what mm-hmm. I thought should have been the spread. That was the whole handicap there. 
smash spot for Utah uh, as NC Nick, Ooh. Mac, and I triple lock this thing on the picks page. They He's... didn't pull away like I thought they would, but they handled Colorado. The Buffalo struggle continu- struggles continue on the road. Um, so Central Michigan's for real, eh? 77 76 victory at bowling green i guess <laughs> i mean the chip the chips keep on chipping man i i can't figure this team out they i don't think they're very good but they keep winning ball games dude i can't figure them out either uh they've been really up and down it's been a very fun roller coaster ride to be wrong on almost every other game with uh this was a log battle between you and i the mavericks of ut arlington Arlington smashed Utah Tech here, 87-66. Shout out to you. Did you catch any of this? No. I was in at our, our game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, my, my Mavericks are rolling, man. I think you're 4-0 on lock battles against me so far through the 5 o'clock slate. <laughs> no, nobody's counting. I am. Um, <laughs> New Hampshire – this is game ball worthy. Uh, 89-73 win, uh, win for the New Hampshire Wildcats at UMass Lowell. Big time. Good NC thing Nick locked up Lowell. <laughs> <laughs> Tough look. Yeah, I know. From when I said last night, Lowell's a borderline system. I know. <laughs> well, sometimes you just got to stay away from the system on a Saturday, 150 games slate. <laughs> uh, incarnate word 82, New Orleans 80. We both were on the privateers there. They lose the game outright. They were, they were only laying four and a half. Um, I told you this one fucking stank too. Uh, and you picked it with me. So kudos to you. Alabama AM minus three comes through. They went by 12 against Florida AM. After, you know, kind of been hot lately. Um, yeah. Texas State 60, Southern Miss 55. You were on the Bobcats. I was on the Golden Eagles. Did the question is, did our buddy play? No, I don't, I don't think he's playing again this year, man. You think he's out for the year? Does he have an injury? No. What's the reason? He, he's. Cuckoo, cuckoo. I mean, he's out. He's out. <laughs> he, he's in he's in La La Land. That's where he's out. That's his injury description. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Have you ever dealt with so as a coach? I mean, I doubt it with hugs. Have you ever dealt with a case like this before? Um, you yeah, don't have to out I, who absolutely. it was, but they usually didn't last. <laughs> they usually fizzled their way out. <laughs> they, honestly, it wasn't even the situation hugged. figured itself out many. Times. But 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 here's the whole thing too. Like when you run a good program, like Hugs did, and and all these other really good Hall of Fame coaches, those guys don't have to be the bad guy. The culture fizzles out the phoniness and the cowards. That that that's the reality. Is when you set your culture. And everybody expects you to do right day in and day out, and in, in in a winning fucking structure. The the cowards that just want to do their own thing, they usually peter their way out, and they they cancel themselves out. So 
it never really was hugs saying get out of here or Frank saying get out. It was no, you, they, they knew when the they knew when the time was up. Austin P ninety five over North Florida ninety one. The line was telling you what was going to yep. happen here after Austin P was blown up by like twenty five in their last game. I know, I know. Um, I'm back on the Maryland fade train. Uh, this was the spot of all spots against Michigan it State here, man. And I didn't catch any of this, unfortunately. Uh, Sparty wins 63 54 over the Terps. I have been I wrong. Like this spot. I like this spot. I was with you. It man. was an amazing spot. You. Yeah. Uh, this is like four games in a row that I've been wrong on, uh, Maryland. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've officially I have no idea what this Terps team is. I feel like I take um, Maryland every game, so I don't I'm gonna keep taking him. NC State beats Georgia Tech after their Tar Heels victory, but the Yellow Jackets were competing in this one. Uh six point loss uh in rally. <clears throat> they get the cover. Uh we yeah. were both on the Wolfpack last night, and this was a fun one. Uh, everybody figured out who Robbie Avila was tonight. Uh, Indiana State covers the line 75 67. Mac locked up minus five on the show. Colby got a lock in on the picks page as well. Gave it out. Um, on okay. Uh, did you do Vison from Morgantown tonight? I did Vison from the fucking parking lot. You know, that, oh, that's, that's awesome. me, man. I got there. I, I said, I got to do this Vison segment. Those guys, those guys are great. So go check out Vison and uh, yeah, I gave out Indiana State, I gave out Tennessee, and I was on Duke. We'll talk about Duke here in a minute. Um, but it was Avila fun. went. Go ahead. I, no, I mean it was fun doing a. I, I don't know if I've ever done a segment from the parking lot. I did a segment in the parking lot in a place where I grew up. I'm like, oh, this is definitely, this is this is interesting. So fun though, man. Love those guys at Vison. And uh, always happy to go on there. Yeah. Avila had 20 points, 11 boards, and four assists. Uh, just a nuts line. Uh, you want to know what's even They're more so nuts? Good, man. Dude, they can go to the final four. Like, this, yeah, is... You wa- this is what's going to hold them back, though. You want to know what's even more nuts? Over, under... 14 and a half bench minutes in this game. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I And also, and, and, and we're, we're going to talk about this when we get a month from now. I know we've been talking bracketology, but you they're going to be the sexiest fucking sleeper yeah. team, and, and, and I hate it, man. I, I really want to back them, but everybody in America is going to be on them. That's the only thing that I hate is when you – from us, like we watch the season all season long. The team that's a sexy Cinderella pick never pans out. Never. Charleston last year. Yes, never. So maybe, you know, Detroit or Sienna will just go to the final four. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Buffalo. who was who is the nine who is the nine, ten, or eleven win team that almost won the conference championship last year? Was it Delaware uh, State? Why why are they coming to mind? Yeah. Well, Detroit. There was there was somebody who was absolutely in the playing game this year when they run the horizon. But 
Yeah, yeah even if they run the horizon, they won't escape playing game. But <laughs> <laughs> the whole that they've built. they'll beat Purdue and no Beatick may jump off a cliff. <laughs> Dude, he, he deserves to get fired if he loses to another 16 seed. <laughs> UC Davis wins 59-52 over Cal Poly. Cal Poly covers. Yeah. Um I was on Davis last night on the show. You must have had a fat finger and didn't put in the pick on the game. No. Um, you know, I like to lock it, but I, I stayed away. Discipline. <laughs> That's what we're preaching here at 4.30 in the morning. Um, Hofstra, 59,056. Push. Uh, the the pride cover two and a half line that both Kobe and NC Nick found. I was on 1,000 plus three and a half. <laughs> I didn't pick that in the morning, so I got that at some time last night. And I bet Hofstra um, minus three, so I push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you watch any of it? Did you catch any of that? No. Nice rivalry game there. No, was, I was in the call scene. Yeah. That's why I played them. I said last night that those two those two teams remind me a lot of each other, and Agreed. that was a very even game. Um, Auburn blew the doors off of Ole Miss at home. No longer are the Rebs undefeated at the Pavilion. <laughs> that was – fun while it lasted right no doubt shout out to you for locking up the tigers i didn't have enough balls to do it but i picked them on the sgp show hey they got more they got more dudes than fucking old miss like i, I watched those two teams like their talent is so much better than old miss i was it, so wrong on this team in the preseason dude you know what chris beard chris beard and patina are the same they have done a great job in year number one of finding a way to Manipulate, I think manipulate. I think Beard has a tournament team right now, though. Who's that? I think Beard has a tournament team right now, though. I think they're on the right side of the well, bubble, and Patino's well, on the wrong. Yeah, they they Beard's manipulated the schedule, though. Well, he always does. He never yeah. schedules tough. He always and Beard and Patino for me is the same because it's like the toughness. They've done a good job of putting themselves in position where they can get their team playing the best ball coming down the stretch. They'll be they might play each other in an eight nine game or something. That'd be a great game. Eight nine <laughs> old miss St. John's. Great game. That could totally happen. I could totally would, see a seven ten game too. Yes. Yeah. Give me St. John's old miss all day. I love that. Who would you take right now if that happened? I gotta go old miss. I would honestly take Ole Miss too, just because they were my sleeper team. Yeah. Uh and probably just to fuck with Colby. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, the, the, second, the second best team in the Big East. Come on, Colby. No, he He's had not... him winning. I thought he had him winning the regular season. Well, that was in the preseason. Last week he said yeah. second best. Okay, so yeah, second best. <laughs> yeah, behind UConn. Uh yeah. Lafayette, they figured some shit out because they beat Army today, 64-56 yeah. in West Point. Um shout out to you, Squeak. Squeak, squeak with Notre Dame. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly. You had them at 10 and a half. They lose by 10. Pitt wins 70 to 60. Is this why you put them on the bubble watches? Because they beat Notre Dame. Is this what happened? No. Yeah. (laughs) They're Uh, Honestly, Pitt, if you want an unbiased take, I hate Pitt. Please. Eat shit, Pitt. That's Pitt's, no. a, Pitt's a solid NIT team this year. I mean, <laughs> don't you agree? I don't know. I, I 
the, the, I, the I, team I, has when they're when they're hitting their threes, they can beat almost anybody. Exactly. But and that's I like think the perfect, volatility there is yeah. just they're not they, consistent. Honestly, they could win the NIT. Like if they get hot. No, they can't do it for four games in a row. Is yeah, it you're four or right. six? Yeah. What am I saying? Suggesting that they could win six games in a row. They're cowards. So NIT one and done. Each hit pit. Yeah, they can't win four games in a row or six. Even even if it's six, they can't win four games in a row. Um, but they're, but they're they... your typical NIT team. They're they're like they're so up and down, up and down. Go yeah. Ahead. So the calendar flips from January to February, and all of a sudden we found the 2023 Florida Atlantic Owls here. Uh, all I of a sudden it. they come out to play. I you did it. lock it. They I went 102 to 70, and they were laying 17. That was very I bold. I, I I looked more into it this morning because I always like to add five or six, and I'm like, dude, FAU has not covered in a month. It's a new month. They've been here, done that. Maybe they get things going now, and they they did. Yeah. Um, we lost, both you and I double-locked this on the show last night. We lost a double-lock battle to the dance. Uh, we need the vow to never let this happen again because North Texas lost on their home floor outright as five and a half point favorites to South Florida. Who is the real deal? The Bulls are really good. Um, yeah, man. This I liked our handicaps here too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really they good were off. They were off a home loss to UAB. Yes, who dude. has had really good history against them. Dude, South Florida's fucking. They're they're fucking me up. South Florida and South Carolina have fucking killed me over the last three weeks. Those two over, teams cover every game, and I keep fading them. Over under one and a half seasons for Abdul Rahim at South Florida. He's gonna be at DePaul next year. <laughs> Would would he be able to win at DePaul? Mm, it's a hard league. Uh, I mean, yeah. the league's hard. <laughs> well, I was thinking more job because like the Kennesaw State job was who black. who who's the punching bag? It used to be St. John's. Now you got Patino. It used to be like there's who who are you going to beat up on? There's no automatic wins. Yeah, the last. Half decade, it's been Georgetown? Butler too. But they got Ed Cooley. You know they're going to be Georgetown. better next year. There's a lot of very good coaches in the Big East. Dude, um, the the coaching in the Big East is nuts. The coaching and the talent in the Big Twelve is out of this world. Oh, the um, courts. It's, it's stupid. Did you catch? Did you watch any of Tobacco Road today? Not as much as I wanted, man. This I. I wish I had honestly not been at the West Virginia game. Um, great one, Carolina. What, but, are you saying that just because hindsight? No, is... no. Like, but like, I didn't get to see as much as the fog, the Dean Dome. I saw, I saw Rupp at the end. I had, I, I had a, a party. I had to go to afterwards for our uh, longtime radio host here. That was his last game called. So, um, yeah, man, dude. 
I thought Duke was going to be able to hang in there. Carolina was ready, man. Good, good win, Carolina. All you Carolina fans, mm-hmm. fuck you guys. Who you got next? I'm going to fade you guys. You guys are way too confident right now. I was on Georgia Tech earlier in the week. <laughs> I I got I got the luck battle W uh, against you here. Colby and I locked up the Tar Heels. You and NC Nick locked up Duke. I know it. I think it speaks for itself that Terrell was probably on North Carolina here. Um, And everybody that ripped on me uh, last Sunday night's episode, when I said that (laughs) North Carolina would win against Duke by double digits, you can suck my dick because this should have been a double digit victory. Duke was fouling down 14 with two minutes to go. Now you're talking Noah Beanick. Now you're talking. Shout out to MC Nick. Like, NC Nick was trying to anti-jinx the double-digit point <laughs> loss, too. He's like, okay, at this point, all I need is just not to lose the double digits to Noah Beanick. <laughs> I'm going to be all fucking Duke in their fucking rematch. And Fuck they win all. by nine. By nine. Uh, this was never close, either. Uh, I think they led... The stat was they led for 39 minutes of this game. Yeah. Um, North Carolina is an interesting team because I think they have pieces. I, I think they have some really good pieces. Um, you have a dominant center on the glass and Baycott, and it was a solid rim protector. Ingram's doing his best. Uh, I think NC Nick even tweeted this out. Ingram's doing his best uh, impression of the four from two years ago that I'm forgetting his name. Manic. And, Manic, Brainy Manic. You forget and, Manic, baby. That, that, that was your MVP of that four I don't know. And RJ Davis is like a superstar. The problem I think I'm going to have with this North Carolina team is they're small in the backcourt. Yeah. So I, I think, also like, don't think they're... if you get a physical team against them, like that... Duke's not that team that's going to play physical against them. But I think that's how you beat North Carolina. You're going to call me a hater. Everybody's going to call me a hater. I also think <laughs> both teams are beating up on a bad league. I, I think both are good teams, but I do not think both are Final Four good. You're going to call me crazy, but I think the, the floor is better than it was last year. Like Louisville is actually winning games. Florida State's winning games. Notre Dame has looked better than we thought they were going to. I, Georgia Tech beat both of these teams. But my, but there's no team like Miami to contend with them. I mean, there's nobody. no, there's Virginia there's not a contender. But these two teams will push each other. They'll they'll come right down to the end of the season. And there'll be a one one game lead for one of the two. And to me, to me, and Cameron Indoor for the conference. Well, I I, I agree with that one of them is out in the round of thirty two. The other one's out in the Sweet Sixteen for me. If we were picking. Today, I would need to know the draw. But from what North Carolina's done, they haven't shown me. Like, I, I was doubting them the last month, just saying, like, they hadn't played anybody. I mean, and this I, win I against Duke was pretty I don't, good. I don't trust, it was impressive. I don't trust Hubert either, man. Like They've I, passed my eye test. I know he's been to a title game, but... <laughs> This, this Tar Heels team has passed my eye test. That's all I got to say. Um, well, if they're if they're going to be this overvalued come March, I'm fading the fuck out of them. 
so they can call me a hater on all the Carolinas, North Carolina, South Carolina. I'm fucking fading the hell out of North Carolina and South Carolina. <laughs> like so this team loses to a team like they they lost to UConn earlier in the year. And you look at UConn and they've got they've got scrappy, lengthy guards. I think that's how you beat Carol uh Carolina this year. Um Texas Southern wins against Prairie View 80 to 69. Good transition there, by the way, my friend. <laughs> he just went from Tobacco Road to hey, Texas Southern got by Prairie View. So yeah, you're that's, becoming that's what you get a pro from over there, man. <laughs> that's what you get from the college experience. Uh Stony Brook beats Northeastern 59-55. The entire picks page was on the Sea Wolves here. Uh you were on UNC Wilmington against Campbell. Did you flip this pick? Did I bet this? I did not. No, bet you this. didn't. You didn't bet it. But oh, okay. I thought we both picked this last night for Campbell because uh, UNC Wilmington coming off the Charleston win. Did you flip in the morning or something? Maybe I did on accident. <laughs> this is a problem. Well, with- what? This is a problem with tally site with 150 games. Yeah. Colby locked up the Camels. So shout out to him for an easy dub. They threatened to win this game. They only lost by three, 77-74. Uh, I locked up the Tritons of UC San Diego, and all of a sudden the Long Beach State Dirtbags come out to play. I'm happy. That's one of my teams out in the Big West. Uh, I lost money here, but I'm happy that the Dirtbags came through. 85-76 outright. Uh, victory as a one-and-a-half-point dog. Portland State's, uh, you know, beat Sac State 58-51. We both were on the Hornets last night. The Long Island fucking Sharks. The fuck they they win the lock battle. You, Francis, you fucking pussy fucking bitches. Colby and I got a lock battle through on Mac here against the Red Flash. Rod Strickland and the boys. <laughs> a terrible fucking Northeastern accent. Um, Fuck the Long Island Sharks. I hate this fucking team. They suck ass. I didn't watch the score at all. Um, Didn't spend a a second of my time (laughs) looking at this game. Uh, San Diego 70, Santa Clara 59. Huge upset in the West Coast Conference. Uh, The Toreros were a 14-point dog here, and they went it outright on the road against the Broncos. Uh, any thoughts on that? Uh, personally, no, <laughs> I, I'm stumped. <laughs> high point, 10 point victory against Presbyterian. This one was just too high. Yeah. And this was Presbyterian all across the board. Just too many points. We all, we all established that high point is a very good team this year, but that was just too many. They were offering us Arkansas Pine Bluff beats Mississippi Valley State 83 to 77. Uh the Delta Devils covered uh you on the picks page took the Delta Devils. I think on the show last night you didn't. <laughs> well, You're like I can't I can't I can't back this team anymore. They give up. They're quitters. <laughs> you know, it's easy to see a tide turn. Okay. <laughs> Cornell, well, when, when you're three hours into a show and you got to pick the Delta Devils, sometimes you say some shit, and it's easy to see a tide turn. So it's I, nuts, dude. We're gonna finish this show at five thirty in the morning. Cornell mm-hmm. wins on the road at Harvard, eighty-nine to seventy-six. 
How about this for the wildest score of the night? 216 points in regular time. UMBC wins 114 to 102 against Albany. How about that for an NBA game, huh? Yeah, I mean, buried, buried, buried on slate, like you said. I mean, 216 points. What the fuck? Unbelievable. <laughs> I would love to know what that pregame total was set at. Um, I surrender with this. You are the Trojan knower. Uh, I don't. I don't know what's going on with USC. <laughs> did you see the final score of this? No, I did not. Did they blow out Oregon State? They kicked the shit out of the Beavers. I should have bet them. I hate those fucking. Pussies. They won by twenty-eight. I knew it. I knew that was. Mm. 82 to 54. Yeah, I should have bet that. I called. I said, this is a spot. Old Bronny. You, you did bet this. Wake Forest blew out Syracuse 99 to 70. Oh, Syracuse is awful. <laughs> they can't Away play from on the home. Road. They're good yes. at home. They're good they can't at home. play on the road. They can't play on the I don't know what it road. is. Yeah. AKA the IT team. The, the, the Carrier Dome is not like one of the best home environments in the ACC, in my opinion. But it's not but one it's of those different. It's that different. jumps out to me like, hey, this team should always win at home. But <laughs> but it's fucked up enough where they win there because it's unique, you know? Yeah, it's hilarious yeah. watching the watching the games. Um Colby and you double locked Wyoming. They lose by 14 to UNLV. Um, the Rebels cover that number. Yeah. It was nine and a half when we picked it on the show last night. I was on the Rebs. Oral Roberts, 82, Denver, 76. This was an easy handicap. Denver's another one of those teams. Fade on the road. Yep. Back them at home. You locked up Cal Baptist, and they lose by one at home to Seattle. They were laying two they and a half. blew this game. Did you pay attention to this? Yeah, no, I was score watching. They were up early and they fucking collapsed late. Damn you, you fucking Baptists. <laughs> I did not look at this at all. How about this for one of the results of the night? Louisville wins outright against Leonard Hamilton and the Florida State Seminoles. 101 to 92. Check um, the page. Mac, on your coming into the 2023 season. Was Kenny Payne defeating Leonard Hamilton on your checklist? <laughs> no, but if you had told me, it would not have shocked me. Yeah, I mean, Dude, Florida Le State Leonard, was a bottom series. I love so. Leonard, but he's all over the place too. I mean, it, and, and Kenny Payne, I think Louisville actually has some talent. They just are so fucking poorly coached on a night-to-night-out basis, but – Give yeah. them credit. They were they were prepared tonight. They scored the ball, obviously scoring 100 points. But uh, <laughs> Florida State, they're not going to the NCAA tournament. This is what I'm saying with the ACC, dude. Like, you can't lose this game. I have a nickname for Idaho. Idaho. Five guys. All Give right. me my potatoes. Here he goes. Because they went outright in Bozeman, 81-75. to 75. <laughs> I didn't lock it, but I picked it. Colby's gonna come back and be like, "I got, I got a nickname, Potatoes." He's gonna be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" No, five guys, five guys, five guys. Sorry. There's five guys on the court. You know, yeah. five guys known for their Idaho yeah. French fry potatoes. 
I love fries. I love five guys. I always called it five guys in a bag of fries. We move on. Um, Tommy's went on the road, seventy-one to fifty-six at UMKC. Um, that was one of our teams that we like to fade on the road as well. Back at home, they come through on the opposite end. Heads up the next time they're at home. Uh, just putting that out there. Uh, Western Kentucky kicked the shit out of Middle Tennessee. Colby beat you in a lock battle here. 88-65 win for the tops. I mean, we kind of knew that Colby would be on the tops, right? Yeah. He loves the tops. He does. Who doesn't love top, though? Yep. Uh, yep. Northridge, 76. Riverside, 70. This was a picks page clean sweep. Nobody locked it, though. Weaver State stuns Northern Colorado. I mean, you know, stuns might not even be the correct adjective. 82 to 63 victory there for the Wildcats. Um, stunning to me who picked the game. Uh, Portland 93, Pepperdine 89. We were both on the pilots last night. 80 to 60 victory for Louisiana over South Alabama. I locked up the Ragin' Cajuns. Did not pay attention to a single second of this game. North Alabama, 70. Florida Gulf Coast, 69. I was on the Eagles. You were on the Lions last night. I don't expect you to have uh, watched or paid attention to that game. Let's talk about a game that all the TMZ years came out and saw on ESPN today. The Tennessee Volunteers beat Kentucky 103-92. You locked up the Vols. Uh, Any takeaways? Sucks. They do. They're inconsistent. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna agree to this. I may. I. I may. I gotta see how they. I. I gotta see how they. They. They come along these next couple weeks because they are a team that I could jump on in March. But dude, I think they're everybody's gonna jump on them in March though. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. Don't fall for that Calipari. He's fucking. He's fucking. So this is this has been my strategy when taking Kentucky, especially when they're hyped and good. You take yeah. them in the in the first game because talent wins out with four days to prep or five days to prep. However, whatever draw they get from Sunday selection Sunday to Thursday or Friday, the talent's going to win that first game. He gets out coached in the second game, so I fade him in the round thirty two. If they get a good draw, then I fade him going into the Elite Eight game. That's just how I do it. Hey, so everybody can hear this right now too. So we're we're being fully transparent too. On the other side, I agree with you, Noah, completely. Tennessee, I'm not saying they're going to win the national championship, dude. But they can score 103 points. I am not going to be influenced like Colby last year, where oh, Danny Hurley can't coach, Rick Barnes can't coach. Rick Barnes has been to a Final Four before. They are they've Long been knocking on the door. This might be the year, and 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 nobody's going to be on them come tournament time, because everybody's going to be like Rick Barnes always chokes. This could be the year Rick Barnes actually breaks through. I actually am starting to buy into Tennessee, and I know the public narrative. Oh, Rick Barnes always chokes. Rick Barnes is a fucking Hall of Famer. Yeah. I can see Rick Barnes breaking through. I actually, I love Tennessee. I love Dalton Heck. I mean, that and they fucking guard. They're fucking old. They got size, physicality. 
they're them and Purdue. I mean, see, originally I, I thought it's pronounced necked too. I mean, that's just the K pronunciation. Connect. A lot of people were saying connect. I don't um, even care how you pronounce it. Fucking he might he might not have just corrected anybody, and he's letting him run <laughs> he with scores the fuck out of the ball, dude. He's <laughs> the sky report on the guy. Um, Zakai Ziegler also had twenty six points tonight, which was yeah. super surprising to me. It's fucking um, good, man. Yeah, I I haven't they didn't really have been... him last year, and they yeah he Luke. he had the ACL tear in January yes. last year. I've never really been a Zakai guy though. <laughs> um. I don't. I don't know. I may buy into Tennessee when we get to March, man. I, and and I know everybody's going to be. And if everybody's anti-Tennessee because of the Barnes angle, it makes me like it more. So I'm not anti-Tennessee because of the Barnes angle. I I think I'm anti-Tennessee because of the guards, uh, specifically in Zakai and Santiago Vescovi. Um, they're physical down low. They dominated Kentucky down low today. And they've had a tendency of doing that to other good teams too. They rough up their other bigs. They did it. Uh, I mean, we're, I know we're talking about Plavsic, but I mean, Plavsic was a nobody who kicked the shit out of Filipowski last year in the NCAA tournament too. Um, so you know they're going to play physical come ter- tournament time. Uh, a team that you know had no passion in the game at all. I locked up the Mississippi State Bulldogs, and uh, I joined you. They got taken out to the woodshed by Alabama. Um the final score here was 99 to 67. I got nothing to say. This was just a really bad pick on my part. Uh Southern Utah 79 59 victory over the Mexicans. You won a lock battle over Colby with the Thunderbirds. You cannot take the Mexicans on the road. The Mexicans <laughs> you get away from the border, all of a sudden there's a little structure and, yeah, and can't get it done. It's fucking free for all at the border, but not. <laughs> they suck on the road, man. Yeah. Overtime victory in the Apple Cup on the floor. Washington State 90, Washington 87. Big win. Big fucking win. Way to shove it in their face. Um, also, <laughs> I didn't, didn't even mean that. But speaking of shoving things in other people's faces, how about a fist? Because North, nah, New Mexico State, sixty-seven, <laughs> Jacksonville State, sixty-five. This is pushes all around. It was mostly a two today, uh, minus two in favor of the Aggies. They beat the Gamecocks at home. UTEP never a doubt. Double lock for both Mac and I. They were no. You know, this was this was in in range of an upset again uh, over Liberty, as the Flames the the Flaming Libs win sixty-seven, sixty-five. But we tink, tink, tink our way to cover. Um, system play with Eastern Washington, bounce back angle against Montana. They win 78 65. You locked them up along with Colby. Kudos. Shout out to you guys. Why was I the only one on Xavier on the fix page against DePaul? <laughs> Blue ball. 90, DePaul. Terrible. 93 Terrible. to 68. 25 point victory for the Musketeers there over the RuPaul blue balls. And this is right where I give the flowers right back to you. UCLA is. Mick Cronin. Fill in the blank. Mick Cronin gets his shit done, man. That what fuck- are they? Have they won five of their last six? 
He can coach, man. They they're, they're getting better. They've won five of their last six. The only loss was a uh, a six point loss at Arizona. UCLA is going to win the Pac-12 tournament. Oh, they're peaking too early. Is my no? I, this is Cronin, man. This is what he does. Finds we'll a way to win games. We'll see. Uh, this line was too low. I should have locked this. I apologize to the listeners for not locking it because both Colby and NC Nick locked it. Colorado State 73, Fresno State 61. You locked up the Bulldogs. You thought it smelled. I can understand the reasoning for that. I just thought the Rams off the loss. Yeah, they they were right there. They just couldn't get over the hump. You know what? Like, you know, when you take like a seven point dog and they're down like eight or nine the entire game, that was this game. I'm like, can you at least tickle me a little bit? And and, come on, you know, get get the the balls. Shout out to Chad G. We went two hours, two and a half hours without even mentioning him putting out an AI graphic of me tickling balls. (laughs) (laughs) No, being aka the tickler of the balls. Uh, Pacific. Tickled balls for an outright victory at San Francisco. <laughs> uh, didn't get it done, but I mean, 23 and a half points was no biggie for the Tigers on the road against the Dons. UC Irvine, I'm running out of adjectives for just destroying teams because UC Irvine, 93, Hawaii, 68. It's a hard trip for Hawaii outside of the Dude, Big they Island. suck. They suck ass, man. Uh, is UCSB back? They won seventy to fifty nine over Cal State. Colby would say so. Colby loves USC or USCB. UCSB. UCSB. <laughs> you know, carry the C and translate it with the S. And then the entire reason why we're still recording. What'd you say? It's at five o'clock in the morning drinking. Well, that's what I'm saying. The entire reason why we're recording at five in the morning here. Is because I wanted to watch this game. I yeah. got a lock battle in against you. Uh, final score for the day, four to three in max favor. But this one was an outright dog that I called for. St. Mary's, as I just ripped out my earbuds. St. Mary's wins on the <laughs> money line. Real quick. In the kennel. Um, the Gales were plus four and a half last night when we picked this on the show. The first five minutes of this game, Gonzaga... So St. Mary's were kind of just ghosts of of themselves on the court here. Um, And the announcers were pretty pro Zags. They were like, how is St. Mary's still hanging around? How is St. Mary's still hanging around? And that's what happens when you let the Gales hang around for 40 minutes because late in the game, there was some shit that went down uh, quite the scene in Spokane because uh, (laughs) a couple of bad uh, calls from referees and people were just throwing shit left and right onto the court. Where's the tech? <laughs> like everybody's pissed about the refs not calling fouls or calling things correctly. Mahaney stepped on the out of bounds line while saving a ball from going out of bounds. Uh, St. Mary's then kicked it to the top of the perimeter and they drilled a three to make it a six point game and inevitably uh, put a nail in the coffin of Gonzaga at home. Um, yeah, so Gales win 64-62. Uh, 
Mac, I, you were doing the Big Twelve show while you were uh, while this game was unfolding. This you you didn't see a team going or you bet on the kennel or yes you no know, I mean that was my handicap I mean yeah. so on the other side dude they're they're not an NCAA tournament team no they're not they have to win their tournament so That's, they've got they they've Kentucky. got three they play Kentucky next week right yeah so they have three quad one games left they're at yeah. Kentucky next next Saturday. Then they're at San Francisco. Then they're at St. Mary's. They need all three of those games because they currently don't own any quad one victories. I think they're 0 and 4 in quad one games and they're 2 and 4 in quad two games. So they're 2 and 8 in meaningful basketball games. Yep. It's not a tournament resume, in my opinion. Agreed. Um, So, yeah, uh, Gonzaga. I'm going to fade him against Kentucky, too. I'm already going to say that a week ahead. Man, I'm going to take the Wildcats at home I mean, and rub. But, I mean, yeah, both te- both teams need a win, like you said. Yeah. I'm, I'm, already, I'm already putting that thing out into the wind. I'll be locking up Kentucky next Saturday against Gonzaga. How okay. random is that game? I love it though. Yeah. I I hate how it's in the mix of conference play yeah. for Kentucky. I love it for Gonzaga because now like Gonzaga knows that they absolutely need this because they fucked around too much. Is this game at Rupp? Yes. It's at Rupp. It's not it's not a, it's not somewhere else. Because last year they didn't play at the kennel. Remember? No, because uh uh Calipari uh, didn't agree to the games at the assembly hall either with Indiana. I so I, I think there's two neutral games in Seattle. There's three home games in Kentucky and there's only one game in Spokane for the six game series. He pulled the same shit with Indiana too. So basically when Cal Perry's gone, they'll be playing in Spokane. Correct. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah. Game balls. We're two hours, 40 minutes into the show. Let's talk game balls. Um, Game ball number one to you, Mac. I'll let you go again first. I mean, come on. This this is easy. Kansas. (laughs) How can you not give them a game ball? They said, welcome to the fog, motherfuckers. This is the Big 12. Houston. The league still runs through the fog in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, my game ball, my first one's going to go to southeastern Louisiana. Okay. They knock off McNeese State. I think that was the most impressive win today. I think Tennessee gets a game ball. I, I, that Win at Rupp in primetime on the road. Kentucky back-to-back losses. Rick Barnes and company. I mean, they scored 103. Yeah. What the fuck are they? What is this, the NBA? Give me St. Mary's for game ball number two. Good game ball. I like going it. Going in the Spokane, coming out with a victory. Um, Your last game ball here. Last game ball. Um, <laughs> Wazoo. Wazoo game ball. 
fucking <laughs> final time in Seattle, fucking Pac-12. Get out of here, you fucking pussies from Seattle. Let's go. Pullman all day. Dude, Washington State might fuck around and get on the bubble. They, they might. They might yeah. for sure. There's a couple of Pac-12 teams that are bubble, uh, bubblicious. Well, they're better than the ACC. Or the, other than no, no I, I don't. I and, literally don't think so. <laughs> you might have been joking on that. Poking the bear at five o'clock in the morning, college yeah. experience, baby. Well, the the people know that the bears usually up at five o'clock still. Um, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> uh, my last game ball is going to go to. Don't fuck it up, Noah. You got a lot of options, brother. I know. There's so <laughs> many good games that were today. You got Cincinnati. You got Texas. You got what? Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna give it to Indiana State. They got a lot of public national attention from today's game. Yeah. I like uh, it. Good win over Drake. All right. So that concludes side A from... <laughs> You know, college basketball picks Sunday, February 4th episode. We will now go to side B. If you're here on YouTube, sit tight. Uh, this is just a transition on the audio side. Uh, you better start thinking about yours. <laughs> <laughs>